love this setup. Thanks. Yeah, yeah it took a little work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, or, sure. yeah, especially once we got the camera, like, shit, now we need another wall, and now yeah. we need to do this and that, but put it together. Uh, let's see here. Oh, Everybody's good. Everybody's Let me know if I'm, like, oh, oh, chewing on the mic, or you can hear me drinking and stuff. It's all right. They always talk shit on my mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I start the podcast with the mic in the right place, and by the end, that's it's not so worse. Ed, how, how do I sound? There. Good? Yeah, it sounds fine. Yeah. Listen. Our podcast is a lot you guys definitely need to. You guys definitely need to come out tonight to that. German? German. German. Yeah, well, uh, it's, um, yeah, send like me the address after the 20, podcast. 20 bucks. Right? Yeah, it's like 20 yeah. bucks, but free booze, free food. Oh, well, see, now, see, that makes a difference. Free booze. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I got see, my Stein in the car. So I'm you, ready need, to go. you need to lead. He said, I got my Stein. But the f- <laughs> I got my Viking <laughs> horn in the you car. You need to understand. <laughs> like, chances are, if I'm inviting you someplace, there's booze involved. <laughs> I'm not gonna invite you. Be like, hey, come with me over here. Like, yeah. no, yeah. I don't want you here. <laughs> I'm not gonna invite you to my house. I don't have enough booze in my yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh shit! All right, um, let's do it because I know Alexis is hungry. We'll order. No, you good, after. dude. Dude, I'm good. I'm good. I, I honestly, I made nothing but we, time for you guys. Why can't today. we? Yeah, oh, why can't we? We can order a pizza on air. We can do that. Yeah, and then when they knock on the door and the dogs start going crazy. <laughs> okay, take a pause. We'll roll with it. We'll roll with it. Yeah, sure. There's no one to answer at the door. Yeah. Welcome to the Sofa Kingdom podcast with your host, Nelson. Ian. Ed. And our special guest joining us here at the studio. I didn't know if I was part of the chain. Like, <laughs> Dude, I'm so thrown no, off. No, no, right no, it's all good. It's usually me doing that, so it's like, oh, shut up, shut up. Uh, Alex, cheers. No, cheers. No, stress. no stress, no stress. All right, man. It's Dude. all good. Welcome here to the studio with us. Um, you know, uh, we usually like to get started by discussing things that, you know, have affected us during the week, either playing a game or watching a movie or something. And uh, I'll let Ed start it off. Sure. So I'm going to start with something um, in the computer world and technology world. Plain obsolescence. The what, what, what? I was, yes. I honestly <laughs> thought that you were going to lead with OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a whole separate thing. How dare you get rid of porn on OnlyFans? That's the only reason for that. It's a cover-up. No. It's a cover-up. <laughs> they, they lost all their business. Oh, man. But uh, plain obsolescence. It's designing um, something so that it fails after a certain amount of time, essentially to force people to buy another newer one. This has always been a thing. We've had issues with iPhone and Apple where they've had class action lawsuits. But um, in the computer world now, in the already built PCs, it's starting to become not just designing it where it's going to fail after a few years. They're also now designing it to the point where you're not you're not getting what they're putting on the side of the box. And then you can't even upgrade it properly because they're taking away your abilities to actually upgrade the components inside but this only affects people that know how to fix and build shit <laughs> but, but so, well no i mean it, he's to, right to, like it's a serious thing because I, I forget what the 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 law rule whatever it's like your the memory doubles mm-hmm. every time yes so everything is going to constantly like the amount of time it takes for something to double in capacity gets shorter while the size gets bigger and then at the end of the day the actual, what it really comes down to is the materials themselves. Yes. They can't get the the actual materials themselves fast enough or enough to create everything. Yeah. Which yeah, is what's happening with like the Xbox and the PlayStation shortages. Yeah, they're hitting, yeah. they're hitting a wall with what's being called now legacy components. It's things that are in all electronics, Ethernet ports, Bluetooth chips, 
capacitors. It's all these things that everything shares. That's why you'll see there's issues with car manufacturing, consoles, right. computer. It's it's so it's but across my the vacuum board. needs Bluetooth <laughs> because I need to play my songs off. Of yeah, it. it's like it's the, the thing <laughs> that people are, out the aren't getting. Like that's that's like a it's the statement that you're making. It sounds so just like simple, but it's it's something that has such a complex. Yes. It's like issue with it because it goes all the way down from just getting the the legacy stuff to stay around long enough. But you're talking about supply lines. Yes. You're going all the way down to yeah. digging for the materials. Like yes. that's how big of like an issue yeah. that it's, is. It, at a certain point, you start getting into conflict minerals. It, that's a whole separate. Bro, this is way too serious. I thought it's a whole separate discussion. Wow. I thought that was something serious. Now we're invading countries for lithium. I thought we were going Alex Jones on this. It's a handful of things. We're going back to Afghanistan. I didn't realize this was fucking. Way to bring down the mood of the room. Jesus Christ. Ten minutes ago, I was talking about how Superman's got a bigger dick than Batman. Now we're going Forbes 500. All right. I'm here to ride this train so we we had an old computer we were doing everything off of you know for your most household stuff it didn't matter 10 years old irrelevant but it lasted 10 years Mm -hmm. because it had standard components inside when we needed more power no problem changed out the power supply put in a graphics card added ram these are all plug and play components they only fit one spot on the motherboard they're actually incredibly easy to install even for a novice it's not that difficult so what they're doing now, though, is, and we have our, our nice new little PC over here. I had picked it up particularly for the chip inside. Uh, about a year ago is when that computer came out. It has one of AMD's, at least at the time, it was its most powerful APU. So it's, it's a processor with graphics cores built into it at the same time. And... It has a couple of things that make it actually function properly. It really wants faster RAM. It wants it to be dual channel. And in particular with AMD, all of their stuff comes unlocked. They've designed it into their motherboards where you click one little button and automatically it'll allow it to boost continuously as long as the cooling is there. So in that little box was... Like I said, the most powerful a year ago APU you can buy, and you could not buy it off the shelf when they first released it. It was only to third-party companies, but all these companies were doing one of two things: either forcing you to buy a unnecessary graphics card because it has graphics cores built into it, and that's not what you're using this chip for, or they would completely hobble it. So, so wait. The graphics card is what you need to see the photos better on only. The things. graphics, if you want to watch those videos in high def, it, it might help. I mean, is there no. any other way are to watch them? Are you trying to live your life? Or are we just going to fuck around here? Like, I thought we were we were going to do this. But. No, but it's like from from someone who does photo and video editing like exclusively, like that's what I made my living off of. It's one of those things where you have to put in the investment in yourself. If you're a gamer, if you're a legit gamer, you can you have to put in the money on the yep. independent like units, sure. Like like the the different components. But what you were trying to do is what you really wanted was to get that APU yes. and then create 
a Frankenstein PC. Yes, because all we needed was a competent, basic video editor. Right. We just needed something with enough cores that was powerful enough to just do basic video editing. Right. We're not doing anything crazy. We don't got anything 4K. We're talking heads. We just need a clean 1080p. Excuse me, sir. Yeah, I am yeah, more hey, than well, a talking well, head. Hey. <laughs> In terms of the type of video. Right, right, right. right. So... <laughs> Inside, <laughs> inside what they're doing, and this is in particular HP and a lot of these companies that are they're doing the pre-built, they designed it inside where you can't not only can't get the power that it's supposed to have, you're not getting what's on the side of the box. So you're not just missing out on what the processor can do. You're completely not even getting what's advertised to you. So they put a single stick of RAM instead of dual, and this is it's AMD. It wants dual channel. It yeah. wants faster. It's a proprietary motherboard, which doesn't have your standard power connector. And they won't sell you a stronger power connector until you prove you've purchased a different computer with that power supply. Really? You got, if you go through their customer service, because they make a four-pin power supply just uh, for their shit. See, you yeah. understand. So, yeah, you it's work. proprietary like connections. So yeah. they won't even try to let you buy a stronger power supply for you to upgrade it. So you have on the motherboard, like every motherboard, all the slots to add all the stuff to upgrade it, and they're unusable because the power supply they put in isn't enough power to run if you were to put something in it. You know what? Sheesh. This shit is depressing. Ian, how about you? <laughs> well, no, no. Like, but, like, but here's gets, the thing. Like, it, gets, <laughs> it gets even worse. There's more. No, it, no, no, no. We don't need more. We don't need more. But here's the thing. Like the, the reason why they're doing all that stuff is the f- same approach that you had. People are going extra and it can't like, dude, that's like super technical. You got to get like super geeky on it. Mm-hmm. When like the 3070 and the 3080 came out and then yeah. like it's impossible to get. The yep. only way you could get it is if you were buying one of the Alienware PCs. Yep. So people were buying up in stock, then gutting it and then whatever else they want to do with the power. This PC is a meme online on YouTube. All of the creators that build online, they were buying this and showing you how bad of a job they did in putting this thing out and what it can't... I mean, you take the chip out, you put it on a proper motherboard, and you double its power. Damn. You don't get what they advertise on the box. Yeah, that's that's the part that has me hung up. How in the hell are you purchasing something that's got what it supposedly has on the side of it? I mean... And what other industry can you do that? Can you yeah, say it cars? It's because people like don't anything. know better, it's, right? Well, but it's it's, it's false advertising. Yeah, like right. literally, it's a sixty-five watt processor. They put a forty-five watt cooling solution on it. Damn. So when the processor actually yeah, you're runs, going too deep though. People aren't going to fucking know that. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's a simple yeah. fact of when you turn but it Ed on it. and you start <laughs> doing something, it doesn't go the speed it's supposed to. It can't. It physically cannot but go its actual speed. You know what speed. else is false advertisement? GTA 5. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Right? Because you think that there's going to be a GTA 6, but no. the motherfuckers keep adding to the game. No. 20, was it 2025? Yeah, well, 2025 Jeez. is when they're going to come out. But like they're doing the same Supposedly. thing with Skyrim, Supposedly. right? Supposedly. If they keep making money, they're not putting out a number Bro, 6. Bro, are you kidding me? I mean, you can't blame them. And the game has survived this long because people are playing it. Right, and it's the same thing with Skyrim, which is what I was going to jump into. Is that say, we're looking at you, Skyrim. Dude, <laughs> cut you off so hard? Like that is the most. 
he wants to just scream out on this podcast, shut the fuck up. I don't care what you have to say. No, no. Introducing listen. you first was merely a formality. Yeah. It was really like yeah. you got in, you got invited to the party, like the sympathy invite. Tell me no, what no, you no. think. Eh, I don't care. I, no, no. I think I think I didn't get to explain that it was sixty dollars and it took that computer and made it actually function. Listen, well, listen, listen. Well, listen. GTA well, Five was sixty dollars. If you want to do a separate segment after this podcast, I'm there for you, bro. Because whatever it is, I can tell oh, you got a vent listen, on okay, it. Listen, okay, I, I, I said. This, this, uh, I don't give a shit. This is all. This is all. Listen, man, I'm here for comedic Me relief, setting okay? it up. <laughs> no, listen. I'm 100 percent for it. But yeah, that's back the backbone. That's like you can you can do like a full on podcast oh, on yeah. on that alone for sure. No, and and it, it is wrong that they are allowed to get away with doing these things because the basic consumer, like me, like myself, if I bought the computer, I'm gonna assume that everything is there and it's functioning the way that it should. No, but you know, I, I would have no idea. Yeah, you, you know? the people don't fucking know better. The whole idea is the same way like you get with like trash cars now like if you did everything right it's gonna last you 10 years but they know that because we just said it we both had pcs that we ran for like 10 years no problem dude i was running my old pc with like the fan didn't even work and then the fan for the power unit i just pulled out i just said fuck yeah i don't need this (laughs) and it still ran great but yeah whatever gta 5 is trash No, I'm, I'm glad you had the proper amount of time allotted for you to vent <laughs> yes. about oh, no, the computer. No, no, no. Yeah, no, sure. no, no, sure. no, no that's it. No, he's still got a lot. He's still got a lot. I can tell he's still not fast. No, no. I mean, go ahead, no, man. Do you, no. do you have something else you need to get off your chest? <laughs> he's he's going to go full. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> so, like I was saying, um, Skyrim right? is putting out a 10-year anniversary edition. Um, but actually, what mean? they're going to do is they're going to pull a lot of their... Oops. Uh, created content from yep. the fans the and third-party companies that were deemed good enough to add to it. Honestly, what more can you do? I mean, what more can be done? I mean, lightsabers. Listen, that game <laughs> took a legitimate year of my life, and the <laughs> only reason, the only reason it stayed to one year, is because. I was like, I, I can't do this. I just got to finish the story. I didn't even finish the story until a year later. It was just all side quests. Like, fucking hate you guys. Yeah. It's a year of my life. And here's the worst part. Dude, you want to see something, me really get fucking mad? I played that game for a year. Fucking loved it. I didn't even bother with the side quest. I'm like, oh, there's a giant troll. 20 miles that way. I'm going after it. <laughs> Listen, I just, I fucking love that game. Yeah. Finally, I decided I'm going to beat it. Screw it. Just go through the main quest. The game glitches out. (laughs) After I beat the final boss, but before the actual conclusion of the game where you got to go talk to somebody and then the game's over, it glitches out right there. You were were stuck in Sovngarde. I a hundred percent. I technically have never beat that fucking game because it glitched out. Because like. There's no prior save. like, And I'm not going to play that fucking game again. I'm not going to get sucked into it. I don't care. So that game is like just sitting there and like in my uh, in my PlayStation just like this. Like, I have actually beat the game twice. Yeah. Uh, in all its completion, all the add-ons. The second time I went back in, I and was... you're still married, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think... I think it helps my marriage. My wife is like, you're going to go play your game. I'm going to go watch my show over here. And she's like... 
you know, bachelorette <laughs> shows and all this other shit. Like, love at first glance. Good. Cool. Nerd. <laughs> enjoy. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that shit. You should never let your significant other have access to your stuff. My girlfriend watches my Netflix, and I always come home, and it's like, do you want to watch season two of, like, Lesbian Tropical Adventure? I'm like, what? <laughs> You're an and then you're like, well, of course when, I do. When the, fuck, when the fuck did this I watch season one? This is my Netflix account. <laughs> well, my search history is butchered. It is fucking ruined. It How is dare ruined. you mess up my Keeping Up With The Kardashians playlist <laughs> yeah, God damn it. for your Iron Chef? I don't want to see this shit. Oh, that's fucking great. How about you, Alexis? Anything? Oh, no, let Ian go first. I want to hear what you guys got to say. Clearly, other than Netflix. Go for it. Go for it. I'm I'm just here waiting. I I mean, (laughs) you guys know me. I could bitch about whatever all day. So I'm letting you say whatever. I'm going to go the Ed route. No, the only only thing I watched was uh, I, I finished the What If. Disney's What If again, their second episode. All right, I scrapped that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that T'Challa episode was dope. It was. Right. It was good. I it haven't watched anything yet. So. So no, good, I haven't man. watched it. Yeah. No, you can you can talk about so, it. Spoiler alert. The last time I cared about spoilers was just either like Rick and Morty or uh Game of Thrones. That was yeah, it. Yeah, but that Game of Thrones was something special, man. That that had people watching it at the same time back like Wait, wait, why was it special? Series. Because a guy in a wheelchair got the throne? What no, the hell? Fuck that guy. Okay, look, wow, the dude. Was shit. The Are you trying shit. to get the podcast taken wow. off that quick? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, fucking guy's in a wheelchair. Fuck you. Like, I give a shit. Uh, Sofa Kingdom does not support anything that Ian has just said. Because <laughs> I, I, I care I what all do. opinions are of the respective owners, not of Sofa Kingdom Incorporated. How dare they give this to wheel power wheel micro machine bastard oh my god throw. oh my god i just want to know how are you going to put the wheelchair access on king's landing how are you going to make that out of stone listen he doesn't need He's, access they throw him from windows yeah, literally <laughs> okay so they're going to toss him from the king's room yeah he already <laughs> fell once rope. nah he's a, he doesn't even have hodor anymore carrying yeah, him around that's true. Oh. oh dude the best Fuck. meme of all time was that ikea hodor <laughs> Doorstop. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when that episode came out, and then the doorstop came, look, spoiler alert, hold, hold the door. Yeah. Dude, that was so good. It was so stupid. I was so mad, but I was dying laughing watching that episode. Yeah. Just because, like, this guy has been saying Hodor this whole time because of that. And you trash bastards throw <laughs> a meme at the guy. His whole life was just oh, yeah, a yeah. tragedy. Can you imagine, as the actor itself, you're sitting there, you're like, you're getting all this recognition, and you're literally just saying one word, which I'm not an actor, but in an acting world, that's tough. Yeah. Like, that, you might as well be, like, Wait a, a mime. So are you calling Vin Diesel, I am Groot, I am Groot. a fucking so, <laughs> I, I, a savant? If I was the engineer, world? dude, if I, was, if I was the engineer for that recording session, just having to listen to a million different versions of this dum-dum... <laughs> Trying to express himself with I am Groot. I am Groot. So, so am the, all, Groot. the all star is really the engineer yeah. having to listen to hours and hours of I am Groot. Now, you know, he turned down the part of Drax to be Groot. Thank God. <laughs> so, like, he did everybody a service. <laughs> now he's making music, too. You know that, right? Oh, my God. But, Dude, but, I could easily it, mistake. Is it all about family? Yeah. <laughs> I could easily mistake Vin Diesel for Pitbull if he just grew a freaking like, <laughs> goatee. Did you ever watch that episode of Family Guy with uh, with uh, Pitbull in it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Family like, Guy's... Hello, friends. my amigo friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I fucking died. Oh, man. All right, so so the what-if episode. All right. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> so hold on, no, no, wait. So wait, that no, legitimately. So explain to me the what if because I haven't watched it yet. Well, what if is basically it, it was a comic strip I think back in the nineties. It's a whole it was premise, a and it's just stories of different things that could happen in the Marvel universe without any like ties to the actual Marvel timeline. Right. Like right. the episode one is what if Peggy Carter, the British agent, became Captain America? What if she right. went through the thing instead? Right. The second episode, which I thought was a lot better, is what if Black Panther, T'Challa, became Star-Lord? What if oh. they didn't pick up Peter Quill from Earth? What if they right. picked up... And the whole thing was just nuts. The whole thing was a tribute to like Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, yeah, and, and I believe it was. Yeah, that his was last his appearance. voice. Yeah, yeah. That was his and yes. it was. It was so much better. If that's the direction that the show's going to go in, right. it's going to be fantastic. And but I mean, that's really there's something that nobody really noticed or has even pointed out yet. The collector had all of the Avengers weapons, so essentially, yeah, T'Challa won. Everyone else is dead. Yeah, I mean, you don't get. Cap Shield and Mjolnir. Listen, unless the motherfuckers are dead. When I said I'm okay with spoilers, I didn't mean it to that fucking extent. <laughs> dead, like dead. dead. Every one of them. So, so I shouldn't tell dead, you, dead. I shouldn't tell you that Thanos is a member of his team. Voldemort dies. I was that guy driving through bookstores yelling out the end of the Harry Potter book. Right? And then, I mean, and Bruce, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of the movie. Just Good. in case. Good. That I'm okay with. That I'm okay with. Listen, I honestly have. Only ever watched one Harry Potter movie, and that's because I got paid to. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm fuck? dead shit. I'm not shitting you. I got paid to. I used to work at FAU in uh, in uh, the computer department for arts and letters, and my boss, super awesome guy, obsessed with Harry Potter, obsessed with Harry Potter. But it was summer, so like the university, nothing's really fucking going on, right? So we would go like after lunch, go like walk on the on the track for like an hour, do whatever. And then like one Friday, like Harry Potter came out. I think it was is it the Goblet of Fire or something like yeah, that, right? Yeah. So like after lunch, like, hey, we're gonna go watch Harry Potter. Are you coming? I'm like, mm, not really my thing. <laughs> he looks at me like, Are you stupid? I was like, What do you mean? He's like, You can stay here and work. Or you can get paid to watch Harry Potter. It's like, fucking hell. Uh, yeah, let's, let's like three hours, dude. Like, we got out like five o'clock. I was like, I just, afternoon watching Harry Potter. Cool. Yay, Harry. Like, <laughs> I like, never watched another one ever again. Damn, damn, damn. Yeah, I think that, that got voted off our, uh, our thing, right? I it, mean, it definitely yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah, we took a poll as to what, what would stay. It was what? Harry Potter, Vikings, Game of Thrones. And there's one other one, Lord of the Rings. Lord of got the Rings. Got off for what? Yeah, for yeah, like fantasy. The, it, it like said one of these has to go. One whole genre. Oh fuck, Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, Harry Potter. Sure. <laughs> it, it got like beat a by unanimous the history channel. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> well, that's fuck like I, I did a, another poll with like vampire movies, and I snuck in like Twilight, knowing that everybody it was like interview with a vampire, <laughs> Underworld, like, Blade, Underworld, dude. Twilight. Under, I walked out of Underworld. <laughs> I walked out of Underworld. Wait, which one? one? The first one? Yeah. The first one was great. I think I all the other ones that right followed were trash. And I had free tickets. <laughs> but look, the only movie I ever walked out of was Alexander. And that, that I which thought was that? trash. That was uh, the, the one with uh, Colin, Colin Farrell and yeah, Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Jolie. It was so bad. Hold and, on. Why would you even go? Because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I was really into like gladiator epics and... Troy and things like that. So I was like, oh, Alexander is probably Colin Farrell in Angelina <laughs> Jolie. Like, what more do you fair, need me to have tell you? Have you ever seen Tigerland with Colin Farrell? No. It's a fantastic it's Colin movie Farrell. About the <laughs> Vietnam War. <laughs> what what role can you tell me? Wait, wait, okay. All right, I'll tell you Colin right now. Colin Farrell fucking right killed it. I'll tell you right now. Daredevil. 
Oh, Electra. Was it Electra? What? He played Bullseye. He played Bullseye. What movie can you tell me? <laughs> I just did. Where Colin Farrell killed it. Where like, yo. All right. Give my man an Oscar. Tigerland. What movie? <laughs> Tigerland. I'm telling you right now. You haven't seen it, so you can't comment on it. Colin Farrell is the douche that wears a beanie in like 105 degree weather in LA. <laughs> right. What was the movie he did? It was like uh, the phone booth, right? Phone booth. Yeah. Yes. 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 Dude, it I was, was so excited booth. for that movie and went to watch the movie. I was I like, think, I don't think it was terrible. I don't think it was terrible. Can listen, I know I'm a guest here, but can, <laughs> can we can we vote we him off the island? Sh- I don't know. You can talk shit. No, no, no. I don't, I don't watch much Colin Farrell movies. I've only seen him really seen in Daredevil. No, no, the, Have you seen the phone booth? I didn't care. It was it wasn't. Did bad. you but did you watch it or you no? Because I didn't care. Yeah, I was like, he was I, rebuilding I'm, our PC. <laughs> that long ago, I had Dude, more movie, important things I needed to, you know, check the latency on the RAM. That was like 2004. It was it was at a time where there wasn't really a lot of other great options in the movie theater too, including like, I think Harry that Potter. Was like oh, yeah. Speed, like three was coming out at that time. Movies with Sandra Speed. Bullock, like Miss Congeniality, and then fucking Phone Booth. I'm like, well, I Yo, guess I'm gonna and see. Phone she booth. did a better job than Colin Farrell. Listen, Sandra Bullock is trash. I'm actually struggling. She's a trash I'm not listening. I'm fucking struggling right now to find a Colin Farrell movie in my head. That I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, ever since you said that, I shut off. I'm like, when the fuck did he do a good job? Tigerland. It's like, it's like a B-level movie. Which one? It's Tigerland. It's about Vietnam, and it's actually a really, really good movie. He actually takes himself seriously. As How long actor. is the movie? Probably like an hour and 20 minutes. If I get 30, 45 minutes into it and I'm like, fuck this guy, I'm legitimately going to send you like a, a horse penis pick or something. Be like, here's what I think about your movie. And, and then I'll, I'll sit it here on the table for the podcast. Yeah, go for it. For the entire episode. Go for it. It's, All right. It's so bad. You know what's funny is that watching uh, The Boys. Yes. I always mistake him for that dude. I was like, is that oh, Colin Farrell? Yeah, the guy plays Billy. Yeah. Like, oh, Colin Farrell, you mean that other guy? Yeah, no, yeah. no. He kind of looks like Hugh Jackman to me. He could. He yeah. could play with the beard and stuff. I was thinking he would make a really good Wolverine, actually, in the Marvel Universe. Colin Farrell? No, man. No, man. <laughs> the guy from The Boys. <laughs> See, you don't even fucking yeah, know his we gotta, name. We gotta keep Colin Farrell away from You know that. You, you don't even say his name. You say the guy that looks like Colin Farrell. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, hey, yeah, that guy. What the hell is his name? I mean, they're thinking of Daniel Radcliffe, which would be a tremendous waste. I still got to watch. Yeah, he's he's like wait, 100 wait, 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 pounds pause, too pause. light in the ass. Who the fuck is thinking of Daniel Radcliffe for Wolverine? I'm telling you, like he's being considered him and then the kid from... Bro, that kid's got to take so many steroids. <laughs> <laughs> Look what they All did to Batman. The steroids. How they put that fucking oh, dude, idiot yes. in to yeah. play Batman. Uh, yeah. dude, was I think, Twilight? I think yeah. the problem is they're trying to find someone that's legit, like 5'3", to actually play Wolverine type. Nah, I think yeah. you can't go backwards. Once Hugh Jackman played... Wolverine, you have to find somebody of his stature and caliber to continue the legacy. Yeah, it, of you don't, you don't go from Harry Potter to fucking Wolverine. Yeah. No. Do so listen, hold on. That's not a, that's not a progression. No. So here's a question because I was thinking about this when you told me like the the subject. Yeah. Pick a movie, mm-hmm. and then pick the worst person that you could pick <laughs> to fill in that star role. Okay. So All like right. for example, let's say, um, I got one. Okay. Black Widow. Sandra Bullock. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I would agree with it. She she would be terrible. In that's that pretty, listen, that's pretty good. I used to have the biggest crush on Sandra Bullock, like right around like the speed days. Right. 
And then I watched the biggest piece of shit movie, <laughs> Bird Box or whatever was it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, oh, everybody, yeah. everybody was so hyped about it. I was like, oh, this movie looks dope. Let's go. I was, was like, bad. all right, it's not bad. It was, bad. It, it, was not... it was good up until the girl got in the burning car. Everything after that was trash. <laughs> I was a big fan of that. Again, was that like nice. beating was beating. Didn't care. Didn't watch it. No, I, I mean like, listen, it's and, literally. Um, Machine Gun Kelly was in it. I know yeah, that. yeah, it was like was still yeah. don't care, still not gonna watch it. It's like I give it credit where it was like the premise was like thirty to forty percent. Was like all right, not bad, and then it got to like they were rowing down the like freaking white water. Everybody's like, blind, blindfolded. Blind. Like shut <laughs> up. Yeah, you're sure. And then like, and you're then sure you got the bird. Really, the bird's gonna like. First of all, that's fucked up. I didn't even see any breathing holes for that little bird. <laughs> that bird's gonna be dead anyway. Yeah. Like. Yeah. yeah no, that movie. Like, don't watch. Bird Rowing Box. down the Colorado River with a dead bird. <laughs> with a dead bird, you can't watch. And then someone's there. It's like, come on. All right. So then, what movie would you choose, or what role would you choose, and what? All right. Let's say. Actress? All right. Let's do it this way. Let's pick like an iconic movie, right? Let's say, um, let's say Star Wars. Mm. Who would you pick to be Luke Skywalker? But it has to be like the worst possible person. All right, like, Ian. But, I'll let you. I'll let you start with this one. Go ahead. Worst possible person. It can to play be like Luke it, Skywalker. Yeah, it can be like a character like now. It could be Kevin like an Hart. Actor. Kevin Hart. <laughs> I think he could pull it off. I think I, I think it would be yeah. funny. It'd be funny, but I think he could pull it, it off. It would change the whole goddamn dynamic yeah, of the yeah. universe. Literally. It would, it would. But see, here's the here's the counter to that. It would be like uh, what's his face now? What, what's his name? The 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 black dude. Oh, Colin Farrell. No, no. <laughs> no. He Wait, wishes. You mean was. the only black dude in Star Wars? Yeah. Oh, um, what's his name? Chris Tucker. No. Samuel Jackson. He's in the new one. He's <laughs> in the oh, second oh, other, the, the, the other the, black guy. The other black guy. Yeah, yes, <laughs> in the movies. Uh, oh my gosh, just he's like flipping out, like basically cursing out like I, I remember his character out. name is Finn. Yeah, Finn, yes, the guy that Finn. played Finn. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, Kevin Hart as Finn would have been in, like perfect. That would have been great. And yeah. that's not even like in the subject we're talking about. I would have rather seen like Kevin Hart in that role. Well, it would have been great. There's, there's a lot of stuff that actually happened with his character. They got scrapped. Yeah, I saw that. So he was supposed to actually be integral character and yeah. become... Is that why he did all the complaining after? Yeah, he was supposed to become a Jedi mm-hmm. also. And oh, then, okay, see, and that would make sense. And they, they were talking about plans of him actually leading, like, as a general, the resistance of the, yeah. the conscripted okay. kids. Samuel Jackson. And, like, they kept playing him along with all that stuff. And then it got to the end of the movie, like, yeah, yeah, cool, all that shit. Scrap. Thanks for the filming. We already got you. Yeah. It's like you signed a contract, bitch. We're going with the chick. We're going with the chick on this one. Like, yeah. All right. So then I would say Luke Skywalker, uh, you know, fan favorite here. Colin Vin, Farrell. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel as Luke Skywalker. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, that, I would yeah, say. That would be pretty terrible. Who could you get to replace Luke Skywalker? And it has to be the way that he does it. Christopher Walken. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Wait a second, Mr. A nickel bag gets sold in the park. I want in. I mean, yeah, the that force. actually might be a decent. Wow! Yeah. You, what about him you as knew my father? Okay. What about him yeah. as Darth Vader? Yeah, Luke, like Dad. I am the helmet off your dad. father. <laughs> All right. So then, to make it better, I would have to. I would have to say Nicolas Cage. Nicholas Cage oh, as Luke Skywalker. Can we leave Nicolas? No. <laughs> no, listen, Nicholas. If it would have happened the way that it was supposed to happen. With Nicolas Cage as Superman. Oh, yeah. Superman as a franchise. There's photos. Would have ate 
shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't think like, superhero movies today would exist. The long hair, <laughs> the long hair Superman taking it down. Dude, I mean, he took he took a he took a healthy swing at getting <laughs> yeah. rid of superhero movies with with the uh, Ghost Rider. <laughs> but I like that one. That wasn't bad. It was it was exactly what you knew what you were gonna get. And that's I was like, true. That's true. Like, if I want to sit there on a Sunday afternoon and get wasted on shrooms <laughs> and watch a movie, it's Ghost Rider. Yeah. Nicholas Cage died for all our sins. The movies yeah. he has come up with. That's my Man. Years. That was Macho Man. Oh, really? Yeah. That was Macho Man. Macho Man. Right. You remember that, right? Remember Macho Man like passed away? Yeah. Okay, but you know the day that he passed away. No. Well, he was. He ate too many Slim Jims. No, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, you want to see something funny? You want to see a funny video? Google Macho Man goes to Publix. Oh no! Come All right, I'll definitely. I'll so check listen, that shit out. Macho Man died. Remember, like the the couple of years ago, there was a whole thing. Oh, the end of the world by the Mayan calendar is yeah, March yeah, like twentieth yeah. or something. That's the same day, that Macho Man died. Macho Man died. For all <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch this shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all the right. day that Macho Man so died. The world for all. kept going. Yeah. The world we kept lost going. Randy Macho Man. Yeah. We lost Randy. So you never seen you never seen the photo. There was like a no, there's like a photo no, of like man. Jesus and Macho Man's coming down with the elbow. <laughs> <laughs> that was the day that Macho Man saved us all. Oh, shit, that's fucking great. I just know he's one of the best mods in Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He definitely is. Right, like, so, they do the Left 4 Dead one. You ever seen the Left 4 Dead one? I've not seen the Left 4 Dead one. Dude, I oh. like so on my Twitch channel, no, you know. Subtle subtle plug. Yeah, go ahead, plug no. it. So like Left 4 Dead has mods like they have like a full on mod scene and like one of the first mods that ever came out was the Macho Man Randy Savage mod. <laughs> so they replaced all the zombie sounds with Macho Man oh, clips. No. Oh, that's so fantastic. when like when like a horde comes in, you just hear yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Yo, you know what? That would be pretty fucking scary. No, it would be scary. <laughs> so, Jimmy, look it up. So then like you're like creeping up and like when you're supposed to hear zombies like above you, all of a sudden here. Who's calling Randy? <laughs> There's a promo he did where he's doing sleight of hand with milk creamers. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, the milk The oh, entire the time. Cream, cream. And he keeps like, yes, <laughs> yes. yes. He he said, you got to give him credit. He learned Gene. a new skill. Him and Gene are doing the yeah. promo. Yeah. <laughs> he learned a new skill. He, he was, wants to show he it was, off. He was a legend. Dude, yeah. And it was funny because like at first you look at it, it's like, holy shit, Macho Man does fucking magic. Yes. Oh, but then you realize his giant like monkey hand, he's like this, he's like, Cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. And he's like, pulls out another one. He's like, oh, fuck, man. Dude, that was the best. He did, like, I went on a YouTube, like, just plunge of all the old promos. That, like that era, that whole era was like oh, yeah. it was the like, golden era of professional wrestling. You had like, Ric Flair, you had Hulk Hogan, the Ultimate Kennedy. Warrior. Yeah. Like, the, yes. Dude, the, the best are the bloopers. The best are the yeah. bloopers. Plausible deniability about it being real or not. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like the, the ultimate warrior is just if you took like the essence of cocaine with the essence of <laughs> anabolic steroids and just created a human being out of it. He was like, one of my favorite. The ultimate warrior. The ultimate warrior. Yeah. There it is. He was one of my favorite wrestlers. Uh -huh. yeah. He yeah. would run to the ring full yeah. speed and just yeah. Him like, and, freak uh, out on the ropes, Ricky, man. Ricky Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat. Ricky the Dragon he was Steamboat. A badass. Yeah. Like, he brought kung Super fu. To the <laughs> wrestling industry. Have you, like, have Superfly you, Jimmy Snucker? Yes. You know, top have, you, have you watched any of like the interviews that they're doing now? So they have like a lot of the old school guys. And I wasn't like, I loved wrestling, but I couldn't, I wasn't allowed to watch it. So I kind of had to like sneak, go, like sneak like yeah. back. But they have interviews with all the old school guys with crazy stories. Well, crazy sure. stories of like, um, I think it was like the Under Undertaker or Triple H or somebody. 
where like his shoes exploded before he had to go oh, in shit. it. And he's like, dude, like they have to make the costumes and everything for yeah. everybody right there. So it's just duct taping his shoes before going Fuck. out there and stuff. Dude, the dark side of the ring that A and E was doing was yeah. really good. Yeah. I had some stories on there that I never I just finished watching the documentary with Jake the Snake Roberts. That one's that was deep. deep. Yeah. yeah. That's deep. Yeah, I gotta say, you know, and he wanted to pull himself out, you know, of a bad spot, but then they brought in like uh, Razor Ramon came yeah. in yeah. and everything. Yeah. Like Did you that. watch like, the one with the Sheik? Iron Sheik. Oh, I want to see that. Actually, Dude, the, the one Sheik. with the Sheik, the one with the Sheik will hit you hard in the feels because really? that one is bad. Yeah, that one is bad because I mean, he probably still does, but I mean, the guy's what fifty? Yeah, he's, he's, old. he's still old. around. He's on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And, and and Twitter, and he yeah he 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 stays running his. He mouth. still talks shit. He yeah. still he talks shit on yeah, everybody. He, yeah, it's was, like, yeah, that's clearly not a character. He was yeah. an legit Olympic wrestler, though, right? Yeah, yeah no, medals, he's legit. Yeah. No, no, yeah. the dude is yeah, legit. Was... But he was, like, seriously deep into drug problems. Sure. Deep into drug problems, even until, like, a couple of years ago. So they show footage of him, like, going to pick up drugs and stuff like that. Wow. So it's like, damn. Because everybody looks up to the Iron Sheik. Of he's crazy. So. Yeah. And, like, you, he used to do the, I forget what it was called, the, those giant weights. Oh, yeah. Like, the he would just, The Indian clubs. The yeah. Indian clubs, yeah, He dude. would work at his forearms, yeah. People are like... I couldn't pick it up. Yeah. I couldn't pick it up. And he's just sitting there like swinging it like this. <laughs> so that's the test they would do is like, you got to yeah. start doing yeah. this. Like, good luck. Well, people would forget like because like we said, he was like a legit Olympic high level Iranian yeah. wrestler. He yeah. was insane. I actually yeah. met the Iron Sheik. I met um, Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, really? and George the Animal Steel. Yeah, if nice. you were in Pennsylvania and you went to, to Camelback Camelback Mountain, <laughs> you were you were plausibly going to run into Sergeant Slaughter and, and his and, family. And it was great because he would wear he would wear that. You know hat. exactly what oh, I'm yes. gonna ask. You know what I'm gonna ask. <laughs> Is that like a male strip club? No. <laughs> You can't just throw no, out that name. No, it's Campbell a, right, it's no, a Campbell Campbell Campbell. Wait, wait. You cannot, you cannot just Jesus casually Christ, throw that name out there like everybody knows what Camelback okay, oh, Mountain yes, is. Yes. I didn't say Camel Toe Mountain. I said Camelback. Am I wrong for this? Am I an asshole? Instantly, Alex's hands like... I, I thought it was just, him and his family. Jesus like you can't Christ. Well, I, it's not like you could just walk into cheetahs. Like. <laughs> so anyway, we met Sergeant Slaughter. It's like if you lived Camelback. in Pennsylvania in 1995 and walked into the booby trap, like you would know. Like you would see right there at table four. Yeah. No, he he was he was a cool dude. It was he was wearing resort. full yeah. garb, okay. hat, and everything. And so like ran up to him like Sergeant Slaughter. He's like shh. Keep it down. I'm here with my family. And as a younger kid, I didn't get it. <laughs> at the time. Like, oh, my God. I'm you're, like, you're, right. you're wearing your uniform. <laughs> yeah, what like, the fuck? Is that? Right. I'm like, all right, yeah, man. I won't tell anybody. Turn around. I'm walking away. I'm like, fuck. This guy was wearing a full on Sergeant Slaughter. Out. He had the hat on. Of course. Ah. I was like, but it was funny. It was a yeah. cool moment. He was That's a nice cool. guy, you know. Um, the others, um, it was at a street fair in New York. That was a little slightly more sad. George the Animal Steel, Iron Sheik, and I believe, and I could be wrong, it was Hacksaw Jim Duggan, one, one of yeah. the other ones. And they were just doing, like, signings right. over at yeah. this street fair. And it was, like, $5 for a picture. Not looking the, the best, probably. No, no. They yeah. were definitely uh, beyond their prime, past their prime. Yeah, there. most of those early wrestlers there, when it became kind of big, and then they faded out, they faded out a lot earlier than you anticipated they would they looked a lot older than they were and they were they were really beat up only pro wrestler i ever seen in person uh i from york pennsylvania nowhere near camelback Um, (laughs) but uh 
It's a family friendly place. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like but you like, guys talk about it like it's fucking Casa Bonita or something. <laughs> but York, York, Pennsylvania is right by Hershey, right okay. by where Hershey the chocolate Park. is and where like right. the stadium yeah. is and yeah. shit. Well, the WWE would come to town and they would go to Hershey, but right. they would all stay in York. And I went into Gold's Gym South to work out the one day. I'm like 18, 19 years old. And the great Kali is in there. Oh, wow. And the great Kali, in case you don't know, is like fucking He's huge. seven yeah. foot monstrous. And, but the thing is, I walk into the gym and I'm ready to work out and I'm getting past the front desk. And I look and I, you can see him. Like, I didn't know who it was at first. I just saw this thing yeah. towering over the machines. And I was like, I stopped. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and then, it, I was, then I started to realize, like, oh, my fucking God, it's the great Kali. I'll never forget putting my hand up to his. And it was just like, it was a, it was a dinner plate. I mean, yeah. he was just, I could not believe how giant this is. the biggest human being I've ever been around. Nice, though. By far. Yeah. yeah. Awesome that's, dude. Stopped for photos. I mean, a great dude. But that's how an like, absolute monster. I met uh, Bigfoot Silva. So, like, you guys know Bigfoot Silva, yes. like, MMA, like, guys. So, pride, yeah. I met him. Man, this is when I, like, really first started doing, like, jujitsu and stuff like that. Super nice guy. I'm big. I'm six foot four. I have giant monkey hands. I, I can palm a basketball, like, no problem. I can walk around like it. Dude, I went to go shake his hand. You should get a job at Camelback. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> Only fans is fucking me over right now. So if you hey, hire, you gotta make that income, brother. <laughs> if you hire, you know, dude. Like I shook his hand, and it was the first time in a long time where I felt like a little kid. Like you know, when you're a little kid, and like adults are like, yeah, shake my hand. Like, yeah, it, he cuffed my hand. I'm like, you're gross. Please don't touch me. <laughs> super, no, super nice dude, man. Super nice, but That's dude, cool. that guy is fucking huge. Like just big. Like, we're kind of around, like, the same height. He's not that much taller than me, but he just goes, hey. Just <laughs> creepy as shit. Man. Guy was fighting, like, 150-pound Japanese dudes and shit in Pride. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Dude, like. Did he bring a club to the ring? <laughs> oh, yeah, his, his hand was the fucking club. See, like, so here's the thing. So, like, like you never realize. I never realize how big I am compared to other people until we like, we're looking at a photo. So if I like, I put my arm like around you, whatever. Yeah. And I looks like, Oh, my hand is the size of your fucking skull. Yeah. So like, <laughs> it's different when you're getting into like fighting and like MMA or like boxing. And then someone puts a glove on and then you see that in your face. Like, huh? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's pretty <laughs> fucking big. That's a different type of human being like, right there. <laughs> I had to train. I got to train with Matt Mitrione like one afternoon for like a little bit, just cause he was, he was getting ready for the fight against Stefan Struve. Nice. So, like, George pulls me in to go train with him. Like, dude, no. Like, <laughs> so, like, I had to hold him in the half guard, and Matt had to break out of it. So, he's like, hold on as tight as you can. I'm like, okay. dude. And I was holding, like, 90%. I was like, I'm not stupid. Right. Dude explodes out. Like, there is nothing I could have ever done to, like, <laughs> there's nothing. I'm not even going to try, like, I mean... I did submit them later on, but that's, that's different. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no, shit. There's nothing I could have ever done to where I could have sat there, like, sure. held on to it. And then he goes for, like, mount, and he's just practicing, like, pounding. Dude, I saw Matt Mitrione's fist in my face. I was like, I, fighting is not for me. <laughs> no way. I'm good. MMA is not for me. I'm, I'm solid, man. I'm good. No, that's like, um, I, I love jujitsu. I, I love the community and, and, and the sport altogether. I think... Uh, Everybody knows George. Yeah, uh, yeah. from the gym, um, George Santiago. Yeah, yeah. And shout out to XL Jiu Jitsu. Fantastic person. He another George came into the gym. Uh, we called him affectionately uh, Colossus. Oh, big oh yeah, dude. <laughs> and Formerly I, white belt George, now I, blue belt George. Yeah, when I trained with that man, I was just like, 
there is nothing I can do <laughs> no, yeah, to this person. Like he was just a monster. Very nice guy. Very nice yeah, guy. But very athletically strong. and physically, he was just on a completely different plane of existence. Than no, I was. Gen- <laughs> genetically, like George was just a beast, and he played rugby before. So he's I couldn't like, imagine getting smashed by him yeah, on a no, rugby field. George, and he is like one of the nicest dudes you'll ever meet. But like having to train with him, I was like, all right, this I have to be on point for. I sure. knew I wasn't gonna out muscle him. Like so I could technique. definitely I could definitely meet him like strength wise on certain occasions, but all out, no way. But it had to be all technique. So it was like, man, I like that dude is a beast, man. I haven't talked to him since like he took off. So yeah, you'd have to good. roll with him different because you're like, okay, I can't go for this because if he just mm-hmm. moves this way, he will hurt me. Like, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I, mean, I can't even attempt. I can't even attempt this because if he just crushes in like this, my own arm yeah. will break. Yeah. Like, I, he can lay know. on you, and the sheer force of his weight and just stature could. He was like, only. Oh my god. Yeah, he, he was, was only two oh five, two ten. Yeah, but he. He yeah. felt heavier. Solid. Yeah, you know he's he's was solid. Point three 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 percent. That dude. Fat. <laughs> that dude better hope and pray he never gets caught like with a sinking boat because he ain't swimming. He's, <laughs> he's solid. That dude is gonna sink. <laughs> All right, I tell you what, fellas. Um, I know we were gonna discuss some cinematic movies, some we, classics. We have a structure. Oh yeah, we yeah yeah. yeah. We, no, we, we got a little. Listen, we got a little. So we, I we have a structure wait, that we discuss, I, and then Nelson throws it out the fucking so window. Like, wait, we start. Do you guys have like a time limit, or yeah, I'm good. I, yeah. We're good. Yeah, we yeah. We, we, we discuss things. Listen, I'm all down for a four-hour podcast. Listen, <laughs> let's do let's do some shit. So we got, we got to shoot our OnlyFans. Later, <laughs> we got a month left. Do you have do you have like porn music on this thing? Let's get it going. No, Eddie has some weird selections of a button press. We do got, we do got some yeah, sounds on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Zorbo. That's, that's, I, my, I that's, my, that's, my, that's my podcast. I might have to steal a couple of your sound clips. That's a good one. That one, yeah. That's yeah. not bad. Classic, classic. That's not bad. Yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Sad, Sad Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Hulk. Sad Hulk. You know, we've broken into that with some Ian stories quite often. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got, I got a bunch. <laughs> There you music. go. Yeah, yeah, Matt yeah. Hilton. Yeah. Yeah. He did a great job with that. <laughs> he did. But um, so I was thinking, you know, we could discuss some of the classics, you know, personal favorites. Um, but uh, By we genre. could jump into genres. By yeah, genre. yeah, yeah. And I was thinking uh, we could start with war movies, you know, okay. As, okay. as a genre. Can, can I get a beer first? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's uh, a beer through the door right. into the. Someone's gonna have to get on my fucking. No, just I'll get it. I'll wait, wait. No, no. If you climb over, we might lose the yeah. whole production table. I'm gonna grab you. Are you call me fat. Uh, yeah. Call me fat, bro. Just. A little I mean, bit. why aren't you guys drinking? Hold on. Why am I the only one drinking? Well, the beers were warm, so I put them to get cold. Listen, it's not my fault. You live next cold. to the shittiest Target ever. I put them right? to get cold. Listen, you guys keep going. I'm gonna no, go we'll grab wait, us some we'll beers. No, we'll wait. We'll wait. Go. Go get. What do we? No, we'll, 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 we'll wait. Keep we'll keep going. Go, go get the beer. What do you do? You can go get before. the beer. No, this is we'll never happened before. No, we'll wait. We got we to gotta prepare for this. No, we'll wait. Listen. <laughs> this, this is like the podcast where I'm not having to be in charge of everything. So legit I'm came on our podcast and just had to go get him a beer. I'm like, I am a guest in this house. No, dude, I'm not joking. It was like so awkward for me because... I have my own podcast, and I have to take charge of everything. Oh, perfect. Yes, so it's nice just to be... Sir? Oh, thank you. Ready? Yep. Oh, okay. All right. 
Thank you. Well, that, we just changed the whole demographic. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. so it's like awkward when you guys were doing the intros. I'm like, nope. No, I don't know what to do here. Yeah. Now we're real laid <laughs> back here. Do a more formal introduction. It's all good. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm an actor. I just like start drinking. I was like, hey, cheers. Let's go. Well, we broke the ice. That was the first time someone's actually had to leave the studio and come back during the recording. Everybody, we did it. Cheers. Cheers. Gentlemen, uh, thank yeah. you for we'll having to, me. We'll try to get some structure here. I didn't touch Eddie's glass because he took too long talking about technology in the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> Nelson's still pissed. He's still... It was, it was a sleight of hand. Did you, did you guys just touch tips? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> if you want, we, we can discuss the cooler I put oh, in. Oh, please, God. Is it water cooled? It lets it run at maximum. But is, but is it water cooled? No, well, I didn't have shut to, the fuck I up. didn't have to go to water cool with it. Because <laughs> it is it is still sitting in this house. Jesus with the Christ. Less than technical person. I don't need to worry about water cooling when it's, it's somewhere like, else. Why is there coffee stain rings on the top of the tower? <laughs> well, I use it as a coaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, All right so, so we're gonna di- we're gonna dive right into some war movies. Um now is this war like every single time period? We're not going into the class. Is it like here. directly like yeah, like what are what are the specifications is it like does it have to be an american war action in the war or something that like realistic war movie so not like star wars war or you know sci-fi or fiction or anything like that. so a realistic depiction of war yes yes Mm -hmm. got it and uh you know uh for me i definitely and it's probably on everybody's like top 10 list for war movies to save in private ryan yeah not even not even top 20 yeah (laughs) (laughs) get the fuck out of here what are you watching i'm sure it's gonna be interesting but who the fuck doesn't like Saving Private Ryan. The movie was fucking fantastic. It was an epic. It was one of those movies that at least a couple of times during the movie, you got even caught in the feels a little bit, you know? Um, like yeah, a couple, couple scenes there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, 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 the sniper. Yeah. Taking out the other sniper in the tower. That was a fucking dope scene. Especially. For shooting Vin Diesel. Yeah. I forget Vin Diesel was That's in that true. movie. Especially because he got shot. That was great. Yeah. Right? I always appreciate <laughs> Vin Diesel going down in the movie. He, he had more than just I am Groot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and family, family. <laughs> family. <laughs> but like the scene where then again, his whole scene was talking about family while he was dying <laughs> yeah. on the ground. He was. It's he true. Was. That's where it all started for him. He saved the little girl and then tried to get Some a note back to his family. Fucking one dimensional bastard. Genius, Ben. Genius. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, the scene where the uh, the Jewish soldier fighting on the side of the Americans uh, is getting. Murdered oh, by the man, German yeah. soldier. Yeah, yeah. That, that, thank, you, thank you for that, that Steven Spielberg. That That's slow step. And that oh. was the first time that I yelled like an idiot at the TV. Like, oh, what man. the fuck? Yeah, that was that was one of the most. <laughs> Get up the stairs. The Get yeah. up. I was so mad at that guy. That was wrong. Yeah. I was no, like, this is your what, fucking that, fault. That was yeah. raw. That yeah. was yeah. That's like that's actually one of my favorite scenes because of. The actual no, it's a good movie. I'm just <laughs> like, He's like, caught him, caught him. No, no, no it's, it's a good movie. Cut the ball, cut the audio. Like redo. No, it's, it's but it's over. It's it's legit because like I I do love watching like old documentaries with actual interviews from people yeah. in it. And I, remind me, I got to tell you guys a fucking crazy story I heard from a guy in the war. But yeah, no um, that's as real as you're gonna get. And sure. that's the part where people don't get when, you know, really you're talking about guys that were 18, 17, 19 years old yeah. when they're in that war. So you're seeing older actors, but man, imagine being 19 sure. and yeah. you're sitting there like fighting to plunge like a dagger into somebody's chest. And, yeah. you know, they didn't they didn't glorify it is another thing that I liked about the depiction of the movie itself. It was trying to show it as hectic, as crazy, as realistic as it could be. 
and that, you know, these guys were out there. They realized they're in the shit and they had to protect each other. Yeah. You know, essentially, they're getting orders from their higher ups, but the boots on the ground is where the actual fight is and that's where the actual family, Vin Diesel style, yeah. you know, yeah. that, that takes place. That camaraderie is real. I never had to go to war, fortunately. I served. But I could tell you in the short amount of time that I did serve, that's one of the biggest things that I missed when I went to my civilian life was that there was a different kind of camaraderie. People took care of each other, different races, religions, creed, didn't matter. We how, all how had it each other's be. back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you go back into reality and people are like, oh, I got to get a fork at 8 o'clock. Oh, my life is horrible. It's like, bitch, <laughs> I was sleeping in a hole in the ground. <laughs> you ever had to shit in a bucket? Yeah. <laughs> Your right. shit is real. Yeah, you have to burn your shit with diesel fuel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you want to get a good perspective of what the, the actual soldiers look like, if you go on YouTube, you can find boot camp videos. Yeah. Yeah. And when you watch it and you're looking at it, you're like, man, I don't think anyone in here can grow a proper beard. These yeah. are these yeah. are kids. Yeah. Yeah. And then put that into the frame of what you're watching in the movie. Yeah. It, it really does hit home differently than when you're watching the actors who Definitely. are clearly older than the people that were actually there. So, yeah. that's my pick, Ian? I mean, I'm not going to lie. You kind of stole my pick there. That's, yeah, that's that was... I, I'll, be the, like, I'll be the first to say that... Before, literally the only movie I ever watched. I mean, no, <laughs> you got the special box set. No, um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go as far as to say the Saving Pride Ryan, I do think, is the best war movie of all time. But I, since you took that and, you know, it stands alone as itself... I'll go with uh, I'll go with Full Metal Jacket, and I'll, I'll go with Full Metal Jacket one. just because Arlie Lee Hamey's uh, opening monologue in the beginning I think is one of the best. <laughs> you monologue. will not laugh. Yeah. You will not cry. You will learn by the numbers. I will teach you. Yes, right. Th that literally. And he, the thing is, he ad libbed that. He did that himself. They did yeah. not know yeah. what he was going to do was when they started an filming actual, it. Uh, Sergeant. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he was an actual. You know, and they brought him in, and they had hit cut. Only because he had said something, and I went, wait, what, what, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> you know, you know, he stole that part, right? Yeah, he stole that part. That wasn't really? for his. Yeah, he came in as a consultant, so he got picked as a consultant, and he was trying to get that part. So he was fucking with Stanley Kubrick the whole time. He was like, "You're doing this wrong. Say this, this, and that." And hey, he man, ended you up do what you got to do. Yeah, no, listen, he wanted that part. Like, yeah. there's interviews like he wanted that part, and he kept on sitting there and saying, "This is wrong. This is wrong." He came in with like a whole like script of like, "This is really what he would be saying." Sure. He's like, "But you're still not going to get to what it really is." And finally, it just happened where the the actor that they had picked. Like, didn't do it anymore, and Kubrick's like, all right, you're in, and he just did it, and that was like two yeah, takes, killed three it. takes. Killed it. Well, you know what? When it comes to basic training, I will say that that feel of the way he's yelling and that in-your-face shit is as as legit as it is going to be as a depiction <laughs> for basic training. Total side note, I've always wondered this, and I have a couple of friends, actually, that, that made a career as, like, drill instructors and then that. How the fuck do they yell to that extent for that long and they don't lose their voice? Bro, it's like building a muscle, you know, like it's like singers that sing all the time. Like for them, when we were being basic training at Fort Benning, we're eating breakfast and they're watching that scene. I could get into the actual logistics of it with the way the false chords Jesus work. Jesus Christ. Well, no, listen, but no, let's, I, I mean, I can. No, okay. yeah, yeah. I can because I went to school for music, yeah. so I totally understand it. But that's why I understand, like, that's a different level of doing it. Is, it. Yeah. it is. They're committed, I think, is the biggest thing. I don't think it's anything other than they know that they have to train soldiers. They really take their job very seriously. And they know that they have to break you down from who you are 
get all that shithead out of you, and then build you back up as a better, stronger yeah, they, person. They're preparing people to plausibly go fight in a war and right. die. Right. Yeah. Exactly. They, they, their job is 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 getting very, you ready. Very very serious. Yeah. yeah. And and they would watch that scene in the morning, like in a TV. So they would stand around it, and we're eating breakfast. Like fuck, it's gonna be a tough day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're getting hype. They're like, eat your breakfast and shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's what I'm going to go with. Just off the betrayal boot camp alone. It's a Vietnam War era movie. That's a good movie. It's, 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 it's a fantastic movie. It took like movie. seven years, ten years or something to make. Yeah. 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 yeah it's yeah. crazy. It was, a, it was a great movie. It really was. How about you? I want to see if you guys can, can hang on this one. So, it's not a full on, I guess, war movie like those two. Okay. Lawrence of Arabia. Hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. Never right. seen it. Is that Aladdin part? No, two? that's that's, <laughs> more, that's, that's more <laughs> so Lawrence of Arabia is a three hour long movie that to me, if you like, because I'm a mm-hmm. history kind of person, historically speaking, that is going to give you the best understanding of why everything that's going on in Afghanistan is going on now. Mm. Because okay. it really good. started with the British. Okay. And what happened was so it, it's Peter O'Toole and he got chosen he was kind of like an outlier he kind of always like fuck with people but he got chosen to um to go and speak with the tribes and he just basically created this in like this tribal feud with everyone and then like he banded a lot of them together all to help the brits fight and then kind of just fucked everybody over they don't go into story yeah it's everything that you see in there is 90% 90% true. The never seen it. Sounds good. Dude, it's a 3-hour movie. It's fucking amazing. Like cin- like cinematically speaking, it's probably one of the most beautiful movies you have yeah, ever it, seen. If, if you look at like top 100 lists, it it's usually Always on, on there. there. Yeah. Always on. Yeah. There. They created a lens for this one shot. One specific shot. The lens is about this big. It's in a museum. I don't I'm not in a museum. It's actually in the company's like archives. Like in a glass case, they created a lens specifically for this one shot, and it's considered like one of the best shots in like in uh, cinematic history, where it's just one guy coming from like twenty miles away horseback, and they're filming it, and they had to create this lens just for that. That scene alone, like it's quiet, but it puts you into kind of the disparity of the whole situation. Nice. It's actually one of the best movies. Like you could watch it. The beginning's a little bit kind of like eh. Right. Whatever, but once you get into it, it's good. The only mistake to me that they did in this entire movie is they chose Sir Alec Guinness to represent like a sheik, <laughs> Some Arabic sheik. Classic like, Hollywood. Wasn't available. Dude, Classic Hollywood. Super racist. <laughs> super duper racist. But to be fair, at that time, it that was, was the way they did. It, it was the way they did. Yeah, it, but, it, it no. didn't matter what you were. Some white guy was playing you in a really bad way. Here's Absolutely. the thing. Here's why that doesn't actually make a solid argument because everybody else is Arabic to say. So the like secondary lead okay. character okay. is this white guy with really bad bodybuilder tan. Right, right. Like sitting there like pretending he's a shit. Yeah, but you know what? They they still do that. They did the ghost in a shell. 
It's an based off an anime. Yeah. You go to the boardroom scene. Everyone in there is Japanese. Mm-hmm. And then the main character. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Now, I'm not angry at seeing Scarlett Johansson in there. Don't you dare talk bad about Scarlett Johansson. But it's just what they, it's it's something they, they even still do up until now. Where they're yeah. just like, yeah, but that person yeah. is it's a weird, what we're selling. That's too big of a role. Yeah. No. It's a, no, here's the thing. It's a weird <laughs> argument to make. It's white on there. Yeah. Like, to, to me, like. If you're talking about specifically where race and everything plays a part of the role, 100%, yes, you need to fill right. that role properly, right? So, like, if you're doing the live-action Mulan, you're not going to get a white chick to sit there and do it. Yeah. Right. You're going to get an Asian person to do it. At least you're not supposed to. If you're doing, yeah. like, a voiceover <laughs> character kind of thing, I'm like, man, right, yeah. yeah, I kind of yeah, give a little guy. bit or, of leeway. Or if it's a cartoon being brought to life, like, people, you know. Yeah. yeah, get a grip. Then yeah. like, it's like it's, it's blue when they when they attack Will right. Smith. Like, okay, Robin Williams would have been the best pick, but he wasn't alive at the time. Listen, yeah. Will Smith in Aladdin was trash. <laughs> but again, but, look, was that's it made for kids? Right? Was it yeah. Space Jam Two trash? I, no, I will not nothing, watch that. Nothing not is watch Space that. Jam Two trash. <laughs> no, there's only one person here that's seen it, so I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, out of nostalgia and out of pure curiosity, and I sat through the whole train wreck. Because once I commit in for a penny, in for a pound, I'm, I'm going to see How this through to the How are you even in this conversation, then? <laughs> I said it You trash. brought up Colin Farrell <laughs> as some kind of, like, amazing actor. You and have I to watch Tigerland. You have to watch Tigerland. I'll stand by it. I watched Space Jam, too. Like, no, see, we're done I'll, I'll stand by it. <laughs> I'll stand by Tigerland, man. I'm telling you, it's it's worth the watch. Listen, I, I'm a Rotten Tomatoes. Total, total side note, like, I love shit movies <laughs> like i love the absolute like someone got a hundred thousand dollars to make this <laughs> and i'm working like an asshole yeah like right, but i watch fair. it that's fair all right ed what about you what is your choice you guys kind of stole one and two already so it's hard pressed for me to think of another movie but uh, I'd, I'd have to I'd have to go with a miniseries then and uh, Band of Brothers. Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah, yeah was Band good. of Brothers was yeah. fantastic. Uh, especially I, I I enjoyed the fact that they gave it more time to tell the story and they had the actual people there mm-hmm. to describe what was going on and then the filming was just putting kind of into motion what they were talking about and letting you kind of very viscerally get a better visual understanding of what that really was for them. And I I liked that they had real war veterans at the end talking about their stories. Yes. Because it just added to me the realism of what they were depicting on the screen. And I think it was beautifully done. I really liked the actors that they picked for it, despite one of them being from Friends. He did a good role. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, Band of Brothers is really good. I mean, I, I love a good war movie because there's so many you could go through, like Apocalypse Now, even though yeah. it's not as realistic. But yes. the mentality of him, like in the in the the hotel room, or whatever that he was in, and being completely drugged out and stressed yeah. out, sure. full on PTSD before and, they even like. And apparently, yeah. filming that movie was a fucking nightmare. nightmare. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. it no, took like seven years or some shit. To Brando, film. Brando didn't even learn his lines. The, he came in like yes. Well, that's Marlon Brando, there. man. He's a fucking psycho, <laughs> dude. Like, and it's funny because him absolutely not giving a fuck is what made the like the end scene so yep. good. Yeah, because he's just sitting there. They they couldn't film him because he got so overweight. <laughs> 
so they had to put him in the dark so you only see like flashes of his and, face. And the process, you gotta get creative when you gotta finish the movie, and, right? And, and the process of filming, he had gained so much weight by the time they were getting to the end of the movie, they were like, what do we do giant to hide monster. the fact that he's like a hundred pounds heavier? <laughs> this giant monster, man. they stick him in the dark. If you look at it, man, there's a lot of good actors and stuff in there. That was like yeah. Lawrence Fishburne's yeah. first movie. Yeah. He was a kid lied. in there. Yeah. He was that lied. Charlie Sheen? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then who's who's the, the no not Charlie Sheen Martin Martin Sheen, Sheen. It was Martin yeah. Sheen and who was the consigliere in The Godfather? Um, um, oh, he was in second hand. Oh, Colin Farrell. No, Colin Farrell. <laughs> yeah, that's, he, that's was that's judge. he was in the judge. He was in the judge with uh, uh, that's, uh, Oh my gosh, I know his name. He's actually one of my favorite. He's the one that says, "I love the smell of napalm in the morning." He has yeah. that line from that movie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, probably the most famous line from that movie. Oh yeah. my god. And actually, he's played like the most racist role in that whole movie. Um, <laughs> fuck, uh, I know, know his he, name. He actually lives here in Wellington. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, Villardo Jiu Jitsu. He yeah. was in there the one day. His oh, girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. That's his how girlfriend I know. That's how there. I saw him. No, that's you how know, I saw him. I passed yeah. by him like several times because he would wear Robert like Duvall. A, Robert, Robert Duvall. Duvall. Yeah, he yes. would wear a baseball cap. Pull that cap. one out of my ass. He, he would sit out there in the Land Rover. He would sit in the Land Rover and watch class. Every now and again, he really nice guy. So funny story about that. So unlike Tommy Lee Jones, who's a dick. Yeah. So. I was, I had just done a like full on binge of The Godfather like three or four days before like this happened. But I, cause I used to train at Villardo with, with, um, Fernando. So I was full on. Actually, I take that back. They re released it in the movies, like when they had the remastered. So, like, we're doing warm ups and we're running. And, like, at one point, you're running towards the door. Yes. The front door. Excuse me. And then, I'm the first one in line. I'm running. And then all of a sudden, I see Robert Duvall open the door. He comes in, just kind of peeks and walk out. I'm like, <laughs> am I high right now? Or did Robert Duvall just fucking walk in? Because I'm a huge fan. Yeah. He was like, no, that was him. Yeah. I was like, hold up. Why is everybody just so fucking casual yeah, about yeah. it? It's fucking Robert Duvall. It's not like it's a freaking Vin Diesel. Yeah. It's Robert fucking it's not Duvall. Colin Farrell? Yeah. Come, Come on, man. Everybody a break. Good. Yeah. It's, like, it's, like, it's you, sad that I never yeah. got to meet him because I would yeah. love to meet him. But yeah, he lives here. He loves polo. He's got horses and stuff. Yeah. He's yeah. he's obsessed with like Argentinian tango and stuff when like we that. Were there, his, his, girl, his girlfriend is from Argentina. Yeah, and yeah. she actually yeah. does ride. Yeah. Um, I, ironically, yeah, she does. Yeah. <laughs> He's a couple years younger than him, too, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, when, I saw, when I saw him in there, I, I tried not to make a big deal about it, too, when I saw him, but I was freaking out because I just yeah. watched The Judge. Yeah. And I ended up telling him, I was like, hey, man, I was like, I watched your movie, and I was like, you made me cry. And he was like, yeah. that's the idea. <laughs> that's kind of what, what I fucking do, dumb. That's kind of yeah. what I do. <laughs> you should have come up there like, listen, yeah. a couple of notes. Yeah. <laughs> Dial yeah, it back you know, a little uh, bit. With yeah. The, yeah, you know, you, you Dude, know. I would love to sit there and talk to him. Just asking him questions about working on The Godfather alone. Yeah. Like, because I love that fucking movie. Yeah. I was watching it again the other day. One and two is so good. Don't watch three. Don't ever watch yeah. three. So, all right. So, you know what? Since we're talking about mafia movies, let's talk about mafia movies. We'll go right into mobster yeah, movies. Yeah, okay, that's the next movies. category. And, um, Ed? Ooh! Don't say Scarface. Since you got, since you got last don't fuck. Pick. <laughs> yeah, don't say Scarface. You, you, you also set the bar high with that Lawrence of Arabia. That yeah, came yeah, out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, I was yeah. like, Whoa. no, listen, I, I, that was I that was true good. story. Like when I was growing up, there's only one of two things that I wanted to be. One was either a a bobsled racer in the Olympics, like athlete. Was that because of cool running? A hundred percent. I was going to say. No, actually, no. Jamaica's got some bobsled team. Listen. I can picture you in your tub, like. Dude, no. 
actually, true story. Actually, before before Cool Runnings ever came out, because again, like I was born in Italy, like and snow, like uh, you're like this, twelve inches too tall to be in a bobsled. Hundred, no. So here's the thing, like really, I was trying even up to like the last two years okay. to go try out. A friend of mine was uh, is an Olympic volleyball player. Nice. Um, she got silver in what was the the one in China, Shanghai, whatever, Beijing, Beijing. Yep. Anyway, they're like, yeah, you're. I'm literally on the cusp of height and like age. So if I pushed it, I could probably like still do it. Mm. But and then the other thing was like to be like a movie producer. So I was obsessed with movies, obsessed. Like you're not gonna find an eight year old kid watching Lawrence of Arabia and right. stuff. Not too like, many. And I'm, like I'm sitting there like. I would have done that. But to be One fair, day. I've seen some of your work and it's it's amazing. Like no, your, I appreciate your it. You don't have to lie. I know I'm trash. No, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm being serious. I mean, especially like if you could take a photo of me and make me look good, I'm like, yo, that oh, guy's, bro, this guy, that I guy's know, got I some skills. Wait, 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 wait. It always <laughs> comes back <laughs> to himself. Did he take the I boxing mean, photo? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, listen, my, you did oh, make him look good. Listen, I, I told him, I said, I'm going to have to make that my profile. Yeah. I was like, is that Roberto Duran? I was like, oh my God, that's nice. Man, that's some skills. And this is how big of an asshole I am. I was like, mm, we still kept his right hand low. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that friend. It's like, bro, no, you look listen, good. I, you still fuck up. Your hand I appreciate that about you. You know what I mean? A lot of friends don't tell you, you know, they're not straight up with you, you know, and they'll lie to your face and then walk around and talk shit behind your back. I appreciate a good person that will talk shit directly to, your, to your face. I'll tell you. That like, is a good friend. I'll tell you, I'm never going to sit there and lie to you. I'm never yeah, going to sit nah, there and lie to you. You got you to gotta cherish people. That's like why, that. like, I always tell people the the... Like, the thing that I will tell you is I'm not going to lie to you, but if it's something that means a lot to you and I have, like, a really bad opinion about it, I'm not going to bring it up. That's why I That's never... I, I very rarely bring up people's tattoos, right? I'm not <laughs> saying nothing to you. I'm not saying nothing to you. <laughs> I'm that serious. No, no, I'm oh, serious. Like, oh, wow. That's fucking... <laughs> if, I, if I like your tattoos, I ask. I've asked you about your tattoos. Yeah, yeah. I, like, yeah, ask yeah. you, like, I'll ask about sure. the tattoo. But if I see it in this trash, I'll never bring it up. <laughs> People will be like, oh, I just got this tattoo. I was like, that's nice. <laughs> well, look at the time. Look at the time. <laughs> like, that's great. That's great. That's yeah, good. Your hand is low. Your hand is low. <laughs> All right. But yeah, so yeah, that's why I like Lawrence okay. Arabe and stuff like okay. that. Like, that's why, like, for me, it's like, I'll go really, really deep, deep. on movies. That's what's up. Yeah. I was okay. impressed. I was impressed. I'm not going to lie. That was good. But I can't believe you never watched it. Watch no, it. No, I'm going to watch it. Dude, now. like, yeah. watch it. Like, it's, like said, I said, the beginning is a little heavy and it's a, it's different when you, don't know the history, like the real history behind it. Sure. But if you look at it, and obviously because you're in the military and stuff, when it gets deeper into it and they start talking about military tactics and why they do like certain things, you're yeah. going to be like, oh, shit. Yeah, I'm I'm sure th I think everybody's it. getting yeah. a, a bit of a crash course just with the news and everything that's yeah, going yeah. on recently, yeah. you know, yeah. whether they wanted it or not. Yeah, yeah that's a whole new thing. That, yeah, yeah so that's a whole separate. But if we're talking about... Mob movies. Mafia crime movies. movies. Yeah, wait, wait, hold on. No, because I can see Eddie getting into another depressing subject. Oh, man, no, no, no. Right. I'm, I'm like, like I'm, hey, I'm, bail, yeah, bail. I'm not <laughs> just, just to agree here, yeah. Scarface is not a mob movie. Oh, no, that's where I'm going. Yeah, oh, I was, Scarface, I was figuring, No, I was, I was, here we go, here we Scar, go. Scarface is... 
is not a I was, mob I movie. I was counting a, a drug dealer. It's I was counting movie. crime and mafia movies as essentially oh, so we're the same group category. Into it? Yeah. Yeah. That's where I go with it. Okay. Yeah, the Scarface is that your pick? Yeah. All right, good. All right, go for My it. bad. I totally yeah. fucked up. No, 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 listen, listen. You're entitled to your opinion, even if if it's hey, wrong. Listen, just like just like when you went movies, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, but this miniseries over here. Yeah, no, no, you've already <laughs> fucked it up. So go ahead. Continue. Right, hey, man, listen, listen. Right, I'll let I'm, go. I'm continuing your tradition of throwing everything everything out the window. Listen, that's the way to but, do it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I live my yeah, life. Go ahead. But, keep but, on telling me why you fucked up. <laughs> but yeah, when I'm when I'm thinking bias. of like mafia movies and crime movies it, it's always Scarface that comes up number one that that kind of story and you know everyone knows that line you know my little friend everyone remembers say hello that, to my little friend that, that fucking that point right there mm-hmm. he's, you're watching them and they're about to come through the door for Haitian me death that's squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, even the scene with the Quaaludes with him and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, it's hot. <laughs> Go ahead, take another Quaalude. Yeah. My wife, a woman so polluted. Yeah, or say hello to the bad guy. Yeah. I mean, it's got a lot of quotables. You can't yes. deny that it's a classic. You know what's the yeah. deepest line in that whole movie? Is that is the restaurant scene. Like, you know why you need me? Yeah. You need me so you can point your finger and say, that's the, the bad, bad guy. It's legit. It's good. Yeah. It, look, uh, I tell you what, it's it's such a classic that even like my daughter at 19, she sat down and watched it and she was like, man, this is a great movie. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just one of those movies that's timeless. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those movies where everyone... Speaking of timeless, you watch anyone that's like anywhere where you're dealing with something with rap and, and that kind of thing where you're looking at their back and their walls. It's like, all right, there's Tupac, there's Biggie, there's Scarface. Yeah. Yeah. They got one of the three, always. Yeah. I, have a, I have a poster, actually. I've had it, damn, 20 years now. It's the scene at the end where he's just like slouched back with all the cocaine. The yeah. cocaine. <laughs> but the entire thing is drawn with the entire script of the movie. Oh, oh so it's sick. like the 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 movie written out in hand and with obviously different ink color and yeah. it's that image. So when you stand back, yeah. it's the image. When you get up yeah. close, you can actually yeah. you read can it. literally read the entire script. That's yeah. crazy. It's, it also does a good job of depicting that whole thing with the Cuban exodus that was going on. In yes. the cast dude, that whole movie is so deep. Yeah. It, it really does shine a light on that and what happened to Miami. You know they're remaking yeah. it. I hope oh, not. Great, Why? great. Uh, it's, it. It, you know, there's hey, they movies. could put Colin Farrell in there. He could fucking... <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure Start he's... working, Colin. Because when I... When I he's, a, he's a passable Cuban, Pacino. right? Absolutely. <laughs> I hope, I hope they don't. See, that's the thing. Like Again, that's another character where it's like Pacino had to be a Cuban. It's like... Yep. But that's could you see anybody you know. else doing that role the no. way that he did? No, Pacino. He killed it. At that time? No. Ricardo Montalban. Drawing a blank, sir. You don't know Ricardo Montalban? He played Khan. He played Khan in Star Trek. The guy, the guy that played Khan. See, Star Trek. Got it. There you go. He was also the man with the golden gun. And yes, he was. Uh, Yes, he was. You remember? You ever was, see? He uh, wasn't on Fantasy Island, was he? That's Fantasy okay, Island. Okay, there you go. It's Ricardo Montalban. Fantasy Island, not as the guy with the he had like the little like small dude that was like Luke Busty playing. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. Right, so, the, so then going into yours, is your pick Godfather, or do you have something else? That Solid you, pick, though. Solid pick. Scarface. Yeah, I, I do love Scarface. It's a good movie. Um, I mean, The Godfather is kind of like Scarface. It's kind of a given. If we're talking mobster, mobster movies. That's like a mob. The Godfather is like a mobster movie, but it's also like an epic. I mean, it's like. I mean, it is. It it really is a mobster movie. Like, that's. 
again, I'm looking at it deeper into the aspect of, yes, it's a good story, and yes, it's good cinematography, but then you have to get into the aspect of it, historically speaking, mm -hmm. of the, like, police going against, like, Italian backgrounds, which is really, like, Sicilians, how bad mafia, like, life really is with Sicilians. Like, they, yeah. don't, they don't even really touch on that. But I, I'm trying to think of, like, any other ones, like, that are mobsters that I, that I really, like, dig. And again, I guess for me, kind of like stepping off to the side is um, the Iceman. I don't think I've even heard of that one. So, like, you know, the Iceman, like the, I guess, serial killer, like the hitman? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or George, George Kaczynski or whatever. Yeah, George yeah. Kaczynski. So, like, I've been the fascinated with that guy forever. Is that the dude that Ice Pick? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I, so, so, I know about the person, but yeah, I didn't know there was a movie. So, there's a movie. Dude, the guy actually that, I, and I forget his name, he's a great freaking actor. He played one of the bad guys in the newer Superman he movies. Played, he played uh, Zod. Zod. The guy yeah. that played Zod in, in the Man Superman movies. Yeah. Okay. He plays Kaczynski, and man, he does a killer job. I've watched like all his interviews so many times, and he plays the guy perfect. Hmm. Like dead on perfect to when he's like, when he gets pissed off, like yeah. he doesn't have any reaction, but you see him like start like sucking his teeth. He's like, <laughs> it's like holy shit like this is the guy like i'm getting goosebumps on it now like that's the guy but i mean i would put godfather and i put that one second but the godfather for me is like hands down one of the best ones and it's tough to pick between one and two and there's guys that have actually edited the movie to make it chronological right mm. so you can put two and two together but dude like same thing because the godfather goes from you know post world war ii into like the cocaine era with like Miami and stuff yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. Like again, I was watching it the other day. It's so freaking good on how they played the the way Vegas was created. Like because it was all mob. Yeah, yep. in yeah. the middle of the mob, desert. mob build it. Yeah, yeah. Bugsy Siegel wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, Bugsy yep. Siegel. Dude, it was like I so and I've heard there. stories of like I mean people would fly out on a Friday, go to Vegas, go party like at the Sands, and then come back to L.A. Mm -hmm. Like it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. I like that. That's a good pick. Yeah, Godfather's one of the greatest movies ever made. Yeah. yeah. You ever notice, too, if you want to see something funny, if you ever watch The Godfather? Oh, two things. When Marlon Brando first shows up and he's with the cat, the cat actually, like, freaks out and starts, like, clawing the shit yes. out of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's like, so perhaps the Marlon Brando, he still keeps going. Yeah, hey, yes. listen, man. So that, is that where Dr. Evil got the whole? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. You never noticed that, <laughs> no. dude. No, so I can I can point I can point you like from like where he pieced the whole Marlon Brando for Doctor Evil and like the other James Bond movies because I dope. love James Bond. That's dope. Like so it's like yeah that one is a hundred percent because in the beginning of the movie. Dr. Evil's cat is actually all big and fluffy and white yeah, like that yeah. one. Yeah. And then it gets frozen and it becomes like the freaking yeah, like, the skinless yeah, monster yeah. cat. Oh, that's fucking dope. That's so in The Godfather, the guy that's in, um, that plays Luca Brasi was a legit mob dude. He was like <laughs> a legit, like he was a giant like wrestler, like, but he was like legit into all this stuff. Good, thank you. Yeah, nice. So like, but he was a badass dude. So when you see him, like, on that scene where he's practicing the lines yeah. to go talk to, to Brando, he's legitimately practicing them. He was scared shitless. That's fucking great. To go, like, talk to him. So he's sitting there, like, he was so nervous to be, like, acting with Brando, even though he was, like, this big, like, wrestler, sure, like, big sure. guy. He was, like, a legit dude. 
He's like practice. It's all that stuff is a hundred percent legit. He's shitting his pants. <laughs> That's fucking great. And who who's the director for Godfather? Was it Francis Ford Coppola? Yeah. So it's okay. like, dude, I'm so pissed too. So again, like I was big into it. So when they re-released it, they only released it at two theaters down here. It was the Movico Cinemark, whatever, in Boca. And then it was like another one out in West Boca. So I was like, I wanted to. I'm going to go to the big yeah. like theater or whatever. I fucked up and picked the wrong one. <laughs> because Francis Ford Coppola was at the other theater. So oh, after, shit. After they showed the movie, he came out and like started talking to people. That's fucking, that's dope. And total side note, for like war movies and stuff, yeah. if you ever have a chance to go um, listen to Oliver Stone speak... <laughs> fucking don't it's just the trash. most boring fucking man alive <laughs> so, oh, some man. people are better with their art from behind the camera yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's so boring stick to what you're good at yeah. <laughs> alright I'm done alright alright all right. cool cool Ian what about you ah uh, there's a lot of them um, Casino is good uh, mm, Bronx, ta- Bronx Tale is good yes mm. if I had to go with one because I, I'm gonna go like just try to focus traditional like mobster gangster I'm going to go with Goodfellas. Yeah. I'm going to go That's with Goodfellas. Fuck Ray, you, Ray, Ray Liotta. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck you, pay me. Ray Liotta. Just the whole, the whole, the fact that it's a true story about an informant and about the shit that he went through growing up as a kid around the mob life. And just, there's so many goddamn good scenes. And I think that it was, uh, Joe Pesci is like a, Pesci. a universal asshole. He was funny, like funny, fun, funny how. Funny how. Yeah, yeah. I'm fucking with you. Am I clown? Do I amuse no, you? He was, like, he was like, a scary man. He like, was. He was like this tall and everybody, like his attitude. Hey, Jimmy, get your shoe shine back. Because he was a little dude. Yeah, exactly. He was a little dude, but he'd shoot you in the face. Like he was fucking crazy. You know what's even worse? Joe Pesci had a rap album. Wait, no. what? No. Oh, no, you no, didn't no. Know wait that? a minute. Hold oh, on. I, know, guys, I, I need this in my serious? life. I need Are this. you serious? No. <laughs> you and I have had so many hip-hop head conversations. No way. You I, didn't I, I, know? No, no idea. fucking way. Bro, are you serious? You didn't know? You didn't know. Joe Pesci had a hip-hop album out, and it came out, I want to say, around the time of My Cousin Vinny. What? That's even better that it came out around then. Oh, no. That's ridiculous. Continue while I, I pull up the yes, name yeah, on that. Right. So yeah, that's that, that's it's gonna be my youths. pick. That's gonna yeah. be my pick. <laughs> <laughs> what go on, my brothers? Yeah, yeah. Joe but Pesci like, in the house. The movie to me was tense the whole time because of Joe Pesci. Yeah, like you never knew when he was gonna explode. And like I've grown up in Brooklyn, so I knew guys like this where yeah. like you would hate. And love to be yeah. around them. Yeah, because we because grew up you know, they, in they, Brooklyn, in particular, in an Italian neighborhood. Yes. So they were still there. Yes. <laughs> we, we grew up in an era where, like, somebody's, a- somebody would say to you, hey, listen, do me a favor. Take the shopping cart. Go to the corner store. Pick up the beer. Yeah. Pick up the cigarettes. They know you're coming. I'm, like, 13. Yep. I'd go over there. Fill it up. Go to the, 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 the club. Drop it off. They'd give me like 20 bucks. I thought I was fucking rich. Run right to the comic book store. <laughs> you know? But like, and and but I will say this. As bad as everybody says this, that, and the third, they took care of the neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. The neighborhood yeah, was clean. The neighborhood was safe. People, People's kids were running up and down the block without any fucking fear. Like... They took care of the fucking yeah. neighborhood. All it took was severe racism and like <laughs> activities. Listen, my, my neighborhood was Puerto Rican and Italian. Yeah. And at first, when we first moved into the neighborhood, true true shit, like they did not want us there. 100%. We were, we were this, we were that. We, we were the first coaches. Puerto Ricans in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. And it was because of my father and his work ethic and um, 
and his kindness towards other people, and also because he didn't take any bullshit. Yeah. That we were able to integrate into the neighborhood. And maybe once or twice, my aunts came down to try to fight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that Puerto Rican bride. She could hold her own. Once they got to know us, they, they found that Spanish culture and family and Italian culture and family were very, very similar. Yeah. And we integrated well after that. But in the beginning, it was a little rocky. But I think just like any other neighborhood or any other story, when people move in and you're like, hey, the whole Italian neighborhood or the Irish neighborhood or the Russian neighborhood, they kind of want to keep it to their own in, in in a way, for right or wrong, whatever it is. But, um, yeah, Goodfellas. You want to hear it. a crazy story? Go like for a it. mob story? So, again, like I was born in Italy, right? Uh-huh. And my dad did construction. He worked for a construction company. And this, like... This guy hired him. He's like, hey, I need someone to do some construction for me. Like, you can come work for me or whatever. And, like, it was a couple of hours away from where we lived. So my dad, like, left. So the story that I got was my dad goes for the first day of work. And the boss comes up to him. He's like, and my dad is, my dad is not like us. Where we were like, I'll fuck with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, he wants nothing to do with any yes. of the, anybody that has anything like, and I'll, I'll tell you a different story after, but like <laughs> anything with that kind of like illegal activity kind of thing. My dad's right. a straight shooter. Right. The guy comes up to him the first day, like working there. And he's like, what do you want for dinner tonight? And he's like, uh, I don't know. He's like, whatever you want. Just tell me, what do you want for dinner? He's like, I don't know, some pasta or whatever. Like, okay. He's like seven o'clock. Dinner is going to be ready for you. And mind you, this guy put my dad up, like, in a house, whatever. Right. He's like, that's where he was staying while he was getting the job done. My dad tells me he walked into the house, and on the table, like, ready hot, there was, a, like, pasta meal, like, already there. He's like, I fucking left so quick. I never <laughs> like, Because they keep every, they keep yeah. an eye on everybody, oh, especially yeah. if you're new. So it's like they had someone come into the house. So that was a cook. polite way yeah. to uh, let them know, like, hey. They'll take care of them. They'll take, we'll take care, care of you, them. but we know where the fuck but you But we live. know where yeah. you are. Because it was the guy's house. So my dad's like, I fucking left yeah. so quick. He's like, fuck that. Which, which brings me to my pick. Um, uh, and it's a Bronx tale. Right. And and for the reason of it was more of two sides of the story, right? Like it, it had some racial aspects to it, which were prevalent. One Bronx Tale was filmed a couple of blocks away from where I grew up <laughs> in Brooklyn. So that has a special uh, place in my heart because of that. And like what you said, when you had Robert De Niro and he was trying to raise his son to be an, a good, upstanding citizen in a land where mafia ruled everything. Yeah. And he even took it to the point where he would try to argue with these people to get his son out of that life. But the life was so attractive to these young kids growing up. So, like, I, I really like the whole story behind the, the people that live around mafia, the mafia people that were there, and it also touches based on them taking care of their neighborhood. I mean... The iconic scene where yeah, now the, you can't now leave. you can't leave. Yeah, <laughs> he, he locked the that's, fucking that's door. They came out the that's back. Those bikers scene. were like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even the music that was played for the scene was fucking dope. You know, <laughs> he asked them nicely to leave. He, he did. did. He, he did. did but like growing up leave. in Brooklyn, that's how our neighborhood was. It mm-hmm. like it, it it legit had that feel of like, there's the club, there's this, there's that. You don't fuck with these people. They don't fuck with you. They take care of the neighbor. This and and we had grown up in that aspect of that yeah. time period. You know, like you just reminded me. Like you know, what's a really 
good fucking mob movie, Legends. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the twins. That's <laughs> a good across the pond. Movie. Across yeah. the pond. All right. That's yeah. a good. And shout out to I Tom Hardy. I came here for a fucking proper shootout. <laughs> <laughs> like when that happens, like bro. He was wild. He Tom was Hardy wild. is hands down one of my like all time favorite actors. Yeah. That movie Bronson. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. dude Bronson, Holy he did good. Holy shit. Tom like, Hardy in, in the movie Bronson as portraying Charles Bronson, British, British yeah. most yeah. violent criminal. <laughs> that guy was oh, my that. God. Oh, shit. All right, all right, segue from violent criminals into more violent criminals. I think we jump right into Westerns. Okay. Oh, right. dude, that's, oh, you're, you're in my world now. <laughs> I'm not even right, joking. Right, you're in my right, world right, now. Right. You that, guys was, go first. You guys and, go first. All right, cool, cool. So, so spaghetti so, Western joke? I can't even fight that stereotype. It is what it is. Goddamn. We're going to have to explain to people why they call it spaghetti Western. They were filmed in Italy. Yeah, a lot of them were filmed in Italy. And people so didn't know. I, here's the thing: it's not even just that. A lot of pe- like a lot of them were filmed in Italy, but a lot of them were filmed in Spain. Mm. And it's because they got a lot of like cheap Italian actors and gypsies and stuff to be in it. So if you watch the older movies, they're all overdubbed because those guys didn't even. Speak <laughs> it's no just that. shit. One yeah. of the greatest oh, westerns right. of all time is a spaghetti western, in my opinion. Yeah. The Good, yeah. the Bad, the Ugly. That's it's, that's. Oh, I mean, you might as well shit. do that. Take it away. Take it away. That's mine. I mean, sure. You want me to start? Go yeah. for it. Yes. Sir. All right. I mean, there's a lot of good ones. I have three that just sit on a pillar. But I mean, if I'm have to pick one, if I have to pick, like, all right, then I have to watch this western forever, and it just personifies the whole genre. I'm gonna go with Unforgiven, and the reason I'm gonna go with it good is one. just Clint Eastwood. Like he's pl- he played in The Good, the Bad, the Ugly. He played in all these other Fistful mm-hmm. of Dollars, all these great westerns, and in this movie, he's just playing this old grizzled. Gunfighter at Bill Money. And he was old and grizzled for a long while. Exactly. That <laughs> man's been old and grizzled, grizzled from day fun, one. Fun fact, fun fact, he had this script and he actually sat on this script for almost 10 years because he told, before he directed it, because Clint Eastwood directed it as well, he said, I'm not old and grizzled enough yet. <laughs> I'm not going to make this movie yet. He waited. He waited till him and Gene Hackman and Morgan Freeman got older and then he made this movie and it was just fantastic because. You see him as, like, this older guy who's got kids, and, like, the bad part of him is behind him. Like, I don't do that no more. But then he needs money. Yeah. Like, shit's happening on the farm. So he goes back into this life, and you just watch him deteriorate back into this fucking monster that yeah. he used to be. And by the end, the, the final, I'm not going to ruin anything for anyone that hasn't seen it, but the final scene in the bar where he fully reverts into who he used to be is one of the hardest shits I've ever seen in cinema. I mean, it's just... Real grimy. He was yeah. up on his yeah. fiber. Yes. And so so <laughs> that's like Grand Grand Torino. No, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. It's like it was that like yeah. super grumpy. Like yeah. Grand Torino but, was great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's... All right. Min- minus all the uh, the obvious race. It's not even subtle covert yeah. subtle <laughs> racism. It's I'm, just yeah. I'm gonna throw you guys off <laughs> straight up racism with my western pick. I think it's it's great, especially for my generation. No, that's right. <laughs> This is better. I'm talking Will Smith, Wild Wild West. Oh my no, fuck you. No, no. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm totally good, fucking. Good. Su- that's just a joke. No, seriously. I hope you. Real- I'm going straight. Are you serious? Great movie. Just the story behind that with Kevin Smith and stuff working oh. on it. Like it's great. Oh yeah. Oh no no. It's definitely not Wild Wild West. Um, it's uh for me it's it's Tombstone. Okay, um, right. that's and a great fight. I, I love that All movie, right. and I think for me personally, Val Kilmer in Tombstone that was is his what best. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was his best role. I think he killed it. He had He was in uh, Alexander. Yeah. I mean, he with Colin Farrell. He played uh Phil Please don't bring up Alexander. I have flashbacks, bro. <laughs> Your favorite movie. P- PTSD. <laughs> no, the um um yeah, Val Kilmer's role with the cup. The cup scene? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fuck. Like, back in the day, like, yo, that's the insult right I there. Think, He's like, I'll, I'll fuck I you I think up. that was, like, impromptu. It was, like, Val Kilmer saying, like, no, I'm not going to use a gun. Because he was supposed to use a gun, and he oh. just decided to use the cup instead. Like, <laughs> Even better. He's like, what are you going to tell Val Kilmer? And I was like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? He, he, he dove right into that role. He played sick and dying. He was Doc Holliday, right? Doc yeah. Holliday, yeah. yeah. You know, they went I'm, actually I'm deep on that one. Yep. Like, there, if you watch the... Um, the like the documentaries and stuff behind it, they went in with the the history, like they did the full research on how the characters were and who they were and stuff like that. So th- it's an actual real depiction. Yeah, yeah, no, every everything characters. like pretty much everything in there is pretty much on point. Yeah, th- those were real people. It's it's a, no, I know they yeah. were real people, but you know, no, but the storyline, no, the storyline and how everything happened is, is pretty much on point. So like the so, guys that came in with like the the red sashes and the stuff cowboys, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. I I I, I do I love the movie from beginning to end. I think it just it pulled me in. A lot of the characters were really deep. They all had their own little personal stories going on. And then, but at the end of the day, it was Doc Holliday, the cup scene. And then when he came to defend his boy, because he knew he wasn't going to fuck up that gunslinger. Yeah. <laughs> at the end, I was like, that's a friend willing to put his life on the line like that. He was sick, coughing, and still knew... I'm better than you. Yeah. The guy knows yeah. he's dying. He can barely it's stand like, up and he's still fucking afraid. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm literally seconds from death and I'm still like, going to yeah, fuck you up. He's like, and I whoop that ass at poker. Goddamn right. He's like, I'm your Huckleberry. I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> I'll be your Huckleberry. Yeah, so Tombstone for me. Yeah. 100. That's, That's a great fucking movie. You got All right. All right. Yeah, yeah see, I would have picked Tombstone. You already took it. So You're welcome. for me, number two, I got to go with Young Guns. Okay. Ooh. All right. Nice. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Milio Estevez. All right. Oh yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and, and Lou that, Diamond Phillips too. I yes, mean, yeah. he yes. killed it in that movie. That it, fantastic movie, and yeah. nobody sa- better with long soundtrack hair. to go with it too. Come on, you hear <laughs> that song on the radio? You, you, you're leaving it on. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's one of those movies where if you pass it by, you're like, ah, yeah, you leave it on. I, I gotta watch. You're it. flipping through the channels. Ah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish this. It doesn't even matter where it's from. Halfway through, fuck it, I'm watching this. Yeah, <laughs> that's not bad. That's a good pick. I respect that pick. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. pretty solid. The soundtrack yeah. was great. It's more of a fun western. You know <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah, it was. It's no wild, wild west. I'm surprised. Oh. I'm surprised you guys skipped over um, Magnificent Seven. <sighs> that's yeah. another good one. Mm, Only reason I haven't one. seen it. I'm a you haven't bu- seen it. I'm so you know the storyline, right? I'm not trying to cut you off. No, I, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. But you know, general. it's like the ripoff of Akira uh-huh. Kurosawa. That's why yeah, I wouldn't yeah. mention it. Seven, That's why I wasn't going to mention it. But they've done it. They've they've ripped that story off so many times. So many times. Yes. So you can't you can't even say it. Yeah. The, what what's the one that Adam Sandler did? Which one? I don't know if Adam Sandler ripped the. He did no, a western. You're not, he you're not That's not Adam Sandler. You're thinking of uh, Seth MacFarlane, like a thousand ways to die in the west. Yes, yes, okay. Oh right, no, but right. no, Adam Sandler did do a western. Did he? Yeah, yeah, it's like the it's on Netflix. Eight or something like that. Like, yeah. yeah, he had he had Wolf Boy from um, <laughs> Twilight in there as well. Yeah, yes, oh yes, yes. I mean, if you're gonna make a shitty movie, then you got to throw you a might, shitty actor yeah. in there. You That's throw, what like, I love about Adam Sandler. He doesn't care. You could throw Hateful Eight into that too. Yeah, Hateful Eight. Dude, I hate. You hate that movie? <laughs> I oh hate God. the hateful eight. <laughs> First of all, all right, listen, I love Quentin Tarantino. I think his movies are, they're always out there. He's a very right. eccentric person. Fucking Pulp Fiction, Kill Bill. I mean, Pulp Fiction is one of my favorite films of all time. But the hateful eight, I like, 
I don't know what the fuck. I mean, I guess he watched Django that week and decided that he was going <laughs> to why, why don't you like it? Oh, dude. One. All right. First of all, I understand he loves, like, Inglorious Pastors and shit. Right. I understand he loves the long, dramatic, yeah. tense part. I, but the whole fucking three and a half hour movie was one <laughs> drawn out, I, fucking, like, tense pilot. I, don't, I ever, like, don't ever watch Jackie Brown then. Oh, dude, I, I I, that's the one I haven't seen. I haven't seen Jackie that's Brown. There's another one I haven't seen. Well, actually, I saw pieces of Jackie Brown. It just—it was so weird. Like it was like, okay, we're in a cabin. We're trying to figure out who the main bad dude is. At one point, some guy is sucking Samuel L. Jackson's dick. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is? And then Channing Tatum comes out from like the floorboard. Yeah, the movie was so fucking long <laughs> that like my girlfriend like one fell asleep and left the theater like twice to make phone calls. Still came back and like this is still fucking. You know what's like? You know what's like, funny about that movie? Like you remember the scene where uh, Kurt Russell smashes the guitar? Yes. But you know that it's like a priceless guitar. Oh, really? I did not know that. So yeah, that's a funny like so Martin is a guitar company that's been around forever. Right. Mm -hmm. So Quentin Tarantino wanted to always loves being having things super authentic. So Martin lent him this guitar oh, no. specifically for the scene <laughs> with their like nobody is allowed to do anything anything with this guitar except for this scene and then you hand it right back to our hander and like handler and that's it they're like yeah 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 no problem it's like wow so they had the the guitar and then they had the stunt guitar so <laughs> oh god the girl's playing the guitar oh my god and then kurt russell goes into his scene grabs the guitar and just starts smashing it so when oh, you see the girl no. screaming in panic that's, That's why she's screaming. It's a hundred percent. She's like, motherfucker, we didn't change the guitar. She <laughs> smashed it. Dude, he smashed the guitar. And like everybody that you hear talking about it and like seeing, they're just, the entire set was just jaws dropped. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? He's like, he had no clue. Yeah, I'll you. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. So, so, yeah. So, oh, it was like. I got to finish that one. So, he's like, it was a hundred percent legit like panic where he destroyed a priceless historical heirloom jesus but yeah, that would do it that would that would make me mad too yeah. fuck that shit <laughs> so yeah no there's a whole bunch of stuff but my pick is the good the bad and the ugly Ooh. so it's like that movie means so much to me like every time it's on i'll watch it like i have fucking Five different copies of it. There's a couple of scenes that people have never seen. They got cut out and stuff like that. You have to watch it where they didn't even like really overdub it. They just put it back on. Uh, but I'm, everything about that movie. Was that, I, I might be mistaken. I'm not like, I, I mean, I know a little bit about films, but like, was that the first like Mexican standoff in film? Like, I know it's the most famous, um, by far the most famous in the graveyard. But It's the most famous, but I don't believe it's the first one. Because again, the thing with this, it's called Spaghetti Westerns, but... It was actually at the tail end of the popularity of spaghetti westerns. They did one, and then Clint East was like, "Oh shit, I could make, oh, I could do this myself. I could make so much money." <laughs> so he started making them, and that's why there's like so many. Like you have um, uh, Outlaw Josie Wales, Fistful of Dollars. Fist, well, so it goes for a few dollars, for a few dollars, dollars more, more, and a fistful of dollars. They are technically. <laughs> Separate from each other. Holy shit. It's not a continuation. Okay. That's why you have the same actors in it. So it's 
the good, the bad, and the ugly is its own standalone thing with all these other storylines. It's so good, But too. it's so many of the same characters, so that's why it's easy to confuse, but that's why you have, like, the same bad characters in a fistful of, or for the good, the bad, and the ugly is in for a, a fistful of dollars or a few dollars more, whichever yeah. one. So it's like, but, dude, you have Enya Morricone doing the music, which he's, like, a composer kind of known for being really out there and stuff. And it's, like, called, it's called like the legacy of gold that like, yeah. And then, oh, oh, fleece. It's a, no, it's a fleece of gold. I'm pretty sure it's a fleece of gold. Yeah, it's so good. And Metallica uses it for the intro of like all their concerts. Yeah. It's nice. So good. So dude, like every time it goes on, I'm like, Oh, <laughs> just sets the tone. And now, like, so you have Lee Van Cleef, who was also ends up being a ninja in another movie. Cause that makes sense. Sure. Who's missing a finger, by the way. <laughs> Who's missing, like, a fingertip. Um, the guy that played, um, oh, my gosh, what is his name? Is it Toko? Not Toko. Um, the Rat, whatever. Like, he's Splinter. a bunch of, yeah. <laughs> dude, like, and he was, like, he was not, in a bunch of movies. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm on. Right, dude, that, that movie is so good, and you have to watch it because it goes so far. It goes, it hits so many different things. It's, like, Three hours, so most people aren't gonna watch that. Okay, all right, I like but, that. Yeah, most of them haven't watched. Yeah, yeah. dude, I, I, I never, I never no, jumped in the rabbit hole of, of the, spig- the spaghetti. The spaghetti western. western. You don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. <laughs> if, you, if you can sit through a fucking hateful wait, you can sit through fucking that. One hundred percent. I would say, um, the like that. It's called the No Man trilogy or the No Name Man trilogy because he doesn't actually have a name. Like Clint mm. Eastwood's character doesn't have a name. You'll never hear it. The closest that they do is they huh. call him Manco. Yeah. That's interesting. Just yeah. traveling around with a poncho and beating yeah. ass. Just, just <laughs> so like, I would say if you really want to watch it, the the good one is I I always get the names all mixed up. Um, for a few dollars more. Yeah. Like watch that one because it's not as long, but yeah. it's really good. Like never heard of that. Commit. Never yeah, you never great. watched them? No, uh, you Dude. know, there's a couple of movies. See, I've heard of, of a fistful of dollars, but the first two that you mentioned, yeah, that's well, no, it's a few a, dollars it's, and a few dollars more. I never it's a, heard it's of. for a few dollars more. It's a fistful of dollars for a few dollars more and the good, the bad, and the ugly. Interesting. So, like, I'm pretty sure that's the the order. Hmm. So, dude, just watch one of the first two, but the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like, sit down and just fucking watch it. And it's like a couple of parts, a little heavy, but there's so many awesome one liners for, um. I want to say it's for a fistful of dollars. He's coming into town, and as he's coming in, he sees this guy walking past him, and he, like, nods his head, and the guy's just slumped over. <laughs> and he's dead. They put him on the horse, and they just fucking let him go. He's like, that sounds right. like a wild party. Dude, yeah. So he's like, and he's just coming into town or whatever, and then he sees this kid run out of this one house, which is super strange. It's just one house here or one house here. Kid runs out of the house, goes running. He's like, Mommy, Mommy. They're holding his mom hostage across the way and like they separated the husband and wife because the main bad guy in the town is obsessed with a wife. Mm. So he's just like, until she's going to marry me and love me, I'm just going to keep her there. Damn. He walks in <laughs> and they start shooting at him to scare the, like his donkey and he takes off and he just, all the other stuff comes back. He's like, I came here about my donkey. He's like, <laughs> as, a man, like as just, any man should. Yeah. He's just laughing. He's like, you see, that's uh, not nice, you laughing. He's going to get the crazy idea that you're laughing at him. Like, now, if you apologize, like, I know you're going to. And they're like, you got three Fuck. seconds, dude. And there's like eight guys standing out there. And he's just sitting there. And they all start pulling their, their guns out. He's like, Brah. 
Kills all. Fuck. Kills all of them. Like one shot, just going there. Everyone's like dead. He's like, I saw it. You killed them all. And then he's like, points the gun at the guy. He's like, who the fuck are you? Who'd you see? Yeah. He's like, I'm the sheriff. He's like, well, you got six dead men. You better go take care of them. He's <laughs> like, oh. And, and, and what's that movie again? That one is a fistful of dollars. I'm gonna, I'm okay. gonna have to watch. So yeah, just watch the first two. They're all so right. good. All right. Shout out to Clint Eastwood for being in two Fuck of yeah, our man. four picks, you know? Dude. Listen, when you're good, you're good, you know? Yeah. That's that's what it is. He's, he's Al Pacino, up. too, right? Al Pacino. Because he's in Godfather. Scarface. Yeah. And he's in Scarface. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right, so let's uh, let's dive right into the next uh, genre, and I think this is a good one. Uh, we'll go into epics. Oh, so, like, shit. for epics, okay. it's, like, larger-than-life movies. Oh, um, man. It doesn't have to be, scale. like, Any two, specific three, genre. like, yeah. separated ones. Scale. No, like, if you pick, like, from something from Star Wars, like, which one of the Star Wars All right, series? So you, okay. you couldn't do the entire than... thing as a... No, okay, no, because some, some of them carry more no. weight than others, I think. There's, there's only one movie that's been more epic than every other movie. What would that be? That, that's, are, you saying, pants, are, you are you saying you're going to start out? Are you saying yeah, I'm, I'm going to start out because <laughs> I'm pretty sure Nelson's going to try to take this shit also. Okay, well, uh, they're all right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm like, here's I, by his list. Listen, I had, like, like, I had to write a couple of stats here's, here. Here's what's bullshit. I was just told that we were going to talk about movies. You guys all had fucking time to make decisions. <laughs> I'm just throwing that See, out there. That's what like Nelson likes to throw shit. We do our research. Window. I yeah. would like to point out I have no list either, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, well, I, I had it because I had to write a, a couple of uh, little things down here. So it's the culmination of 24 movies, 11 oh, TV man. shows, and is one of 58 films from Marvel. You bastard. Endgame. <laughs> oh. It is, an, oh, it is an okay. epic. It is an epic. It is. Can, can, yeah. you, can you get more epic than culminating the top the pinnacle yeah. of 24 films before it <laughs> lord of the rings <laughs> one of three i don't know that so one of 24 I, so hold on There's one of three you're talking about you're talking about epic in the amount of time it took to tell the entire storyline yeah that's scale. i'm, I'm that's looking big. at it like storyline altogether so. yeah there's different okay. ways to judge epic yeah, yeah. No, no, i'm not yeah, knocking yeah. it i'm not knocking yeah, it end game end game's definitely an epic that, that sure. scene with the portals opening up I, that's yeah, on your left. Yes. I, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I got chills in the movie theaters. I was like, it's Cap, going down. Cap is wielding the hammer yeah, and yeah, the shield at yeah. the same when time. When that shit happened, I, I, was, I was just showered <laughs> in candy and popcorn. Like yeah. the fucking theater exploded. I was like, holy shit. I was like... That, those movies were good, but yeah. I mean, even the buildup yes. to those movies coming out was just so epic. Where everyone's like, "I need to fucking yeah. watch this." Yeah. Yeah. And, and and the movie before it, you have to give credit where credit is due. Infinity War. Infinity War. War. Yes. Infinity Wars, where it silenced the fucking movie theaters, and then they left mm-hmm. it like that. Left everybody with like, "I need to see what the fuck yeah. is going to happen, yep. how it's going to play out." In the final That one movie. scared me. That one scared me because yeah. I'm watching people disappear, and I was like, I remember just thinking in my head, please don't be Black Panther. Please don't be Black Panther. By the way, which is the best one-two punch of all time is that sequence where he's like, and then everything goes, and then the next movie, him just fucking cooking eggs, and someone just dropping <laughs> yeah, the shit up. Fucking him up. Yeah. At that point, I could not take the movie seriously anymore. I was yes. like, you just threw all your shit out in the first go, dude. Because you just dropkick Thanos while cooking eggs at breakfast. That's He's like, right. They Wait, cut dude. his fucking hand off. Like, yes. dude, but so historically, good. Thanos is a former. It is one of the yeah. things that is in yes. his description yeah, he likes, as a He character. likes to grow things. And, and like, that is what he said he wanted to do right. when he was done. It's just what, settle down yeah. and run his farm. It's what yeah. makes him so dangerous is that there was a level of... He's not just a villain. 
he believes that what he's doing wholeheartedly is right. Well, at the end of the day, if you look at it, it's Thanos was a serial killer. Yes. Yeah. It was a serial killer with a intent, with a vision that was willing to do whatever to achieve his vision. So, like, at the end of the day, that is a serial killer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And what he did, what he did, I mean, yes, he did ensure that, like, those civilizations would go on indefinitely more by cutting down the resources. But you did it in kind of a fucked up way. Or you could just snap and double the resources. Kill everybody or just here, have more. No, no, you can't. The reason being is you don't learn your lesson. No. I agree. No. I agree. You don't learn the the lesson of the preciousness of life and what you have if you're just given more. Correct. Mm. That's what his lesson was supposed to be. And he was the teacher and he was admit on that. I'm going to show everybody. It's my way or no way at all. But he no. did kind of like say, you know, that he did get some enjoyment from it. He did. In Endgame. No, well, yeah, that, and that comes down to the you know, real. He said, he said, this does yeah. bring a smile to my yeah. face. Yeah. Yeah. He's enjoying it. He's, that's, that's like he was actually OCD. Finishing, finishing <laughs> so a successful like, plan. Yes. 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 He was it's, like, it's like euthanizing your dog because you have to and being like, I don't normally take joy in this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to bring everything back to balance. It's like everything is odd. I need it to be even. All right, I need four of these. There's way too many. Uh, Word. So he's a great and powerful child with OCD. Yeah. So my question is this. The Collector had one of everything. Uh Uh-huh. Did they all die, or did half of his collection die? (laughs) (laughs) Well, since they're the last, I would assume that they would stay alive, and his collection wouldn't have been... Oh yeah! If the collector lived through that, he was pissed. Yeah. Well, the idea was it should have been. It was supposed to be random. I don't know if he particularly mentioned like, well, it'd be half of this race, half of this race. The collector collects the last of something. Yeah. Unique items. Yes. Yeah. Well, and no, that's why he still has one of everything because there were still multiple universes. Right. Right. So he's like, that's the last. That means all the other ones in the other universes are dead. He's got the last ones. So, uh, Alex, what's uh, what's your pick for an epic then? Man, I, I honestly, I don't even know because I don't look at stuff that way as far as like... You can look at it for the scale or you can look at it for that movie was an epic all on its own. Yeah, there's different ways to take it. Um, man, there's there's a couple of movies where I'm like, that's just on its own is an epic to it. Um. Fuck, I would have to, I would have to go with, um, the Dark Knight. Mm. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Like that yeah. to me because everything, not only just in the movie, the build up to the movie, how I saw the movie, the way that everything was just played out into it, like that movie to me is, if you just had a standalone movie out of that whole series. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. That everything to me in that movie, minus Batman's voice, <laughs> is perfect. Right? He, he is the best <laughs> Batman, if you yes. ask me. Yeah. 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 To me, <laughs> if you would have had, like, the only way you could make it better is if Heath Ledger had Mark Hamill's voice as mm. the Joker. Mm. Like, and uh, what's his face from Batman the Animated Series? 
Uh-huh. Bruce, yeah. right? Or is, is it Bruce or something like that? Like doing the voice for Batman? Yes. That's yeah, the yeah. only way you could have it yeah. any better. They they used him in the DC uh, live yeah. action to play old man Batman. Interesting. Yeah. So he's the voice from the animated uh, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't say that I disagree with it. It was, it was a fantastic movie. Yeah, and, it's definitely an epic. And uh, Heath Ledger delivered on like the Joker everybody wanted to see on the big screen. Not yeah. any knock to Jack Nicholson's Joker because Jack Nicholson and, and Michael Keaton... They delivered for their yeah yeah but, film, but I'm not a, a fan of way. Tim Burton. Yeah. You Tim know, Burton. They did it in a different way. I yeah. feel like I feel like Jack Nicholson did it like by the book Joker. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. but he reinvented it. Like he, like he went off what he was given, but he completely reinvented the role. And I think the way he portrayed the Joker, that's for me personally, I'd say top three best villains. Yeah. yeah. At least top three. I think outside of if you want to get away from the over cartoony Joker. Like where you're, you're really trying to depict the evilness and the intent of yes, the character. Yeah. It's Heath Ledger's setup. Yeah. yeah. Because the way that even when he was like burning the money, he's like, it's not about the money. Yeah. 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 It's about the chaos. Yeah. yeah. Well, even in the first opening scene when they're zip lining into the bank and they get into Dude, the I bank. Dude, I love that scene. And he <laughs> kills his whole he's, He convinced them all to kill. Everybody. And he's there though. It's not like he's yeah. not there. Yeah. So there's a chance that he could get shot in the mix, but he knows that he's fucking clever enough and psycho enough that he's going to survive. He was just constantly telling people to shoot each other. Like, yeah. Yeah. Do this shoot, shoot it's like, there's a, it's like he told everyone, it was like, when you're done with it, you kill him. So he had it all planned out anyway. Oh, yeah. The only, like, that's what, what kills me is the other one with, uh, was it um, the Dark Knight Returns, whatever, the one with Bane? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the intro with like Bane when they catch him and stuff. That one I fucking love too. Like just that intro part alone is like, man. I liked it, but the, like I was telling these guys, the first time I saw it in the theater, I fucking couldn't understand a word that was being said. <laughs> like which, what you said about hating Batman's voice from the second one. Yeah, this is, was like you got fucking Christian Bale with cotton up his nose. Like, well, how's that any different than Marlon Brando with cotton in his mouth? This is true. But I will take Marlon Brando, read me a bedtime story any day. Yeah, Tom could. Hardy with the gas mask. <laughs> what happens What happens if I take the mask off? It would be quite painful. Yeah. Yeah, for you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And you would understand what the fuck I'm yeah. saying. Like, please, not, just take it off for a little. Like, just, no, like, just can't. Come on. Oh, man. It's like, they originally oh, intended yeah. to jump off their DC universe with that, that trilogy, and then it just took them so long to get the next couple of films going that they basically went and well, they reset leave, everything. At the end yeah. of Dark Knight Rises, they leave you with the whole Nightwing thing. They yeah. tease it. They tease yeah. it, okay, but then nothing ever happens. Who we are doesn't matter. <laughs> what matters is our plan. <laughs> I wouldn't have liked him as Nightwing. I don't think I liked the character. Gordon? Joseph uh, Gordon-Levitt? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't see him. He's, he's a little small for the role, but yeah, I think he could betray the character. Like, he's good. Titans, he's the show... Actor. On HBO, yeah, I'm almost he done with season plays one. A good yeah. fucking night I'm almost done with season one. That's, That's good. a good show. Yeah, yeah you know I, ha- funny? I haven't started the new season yet. The what's his face that plays Commissioner Gordon? Um, uh, oh, ben, he played Dracula. Oh my ben, god, is it Ben Owen? Not Ben. In, in in Dark Knight, yeah, it's um, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, he's fucking. Drawing a blank. Yeah, the one that I like. Oh, he's a fantastic actor, Gary Owen. Gary Owen. Was playing that character and other English, like American characters, for so long that he lost his British accent. <laughs> I'm serious. You never know that. That is great. Dude, no, he no. lost. He lost his British accent, and he had to get like a therapist 
to help him get his Fuck. British accent back. Talk about getting into your role. Yeah. Yeah. I've, only, I've, only, I've only ever heard of that two other times. I know Al Pacino and Scarface, he had to go to a speech therapist to get after... The Cuban? Yeah, yeah. He, he had to get that out of there. But he did, it. he did... He did... Because he did it after, after Serpico. Yeah. He's, he was doing another movie where, like... He needed the accent. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, something... Yeah, he did another movie where he was... Um, oh, my God. He was in it with uh, the guy from Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, he played um, Bullseye. Bullseye. Yeah, Colin Farrell. <laughs> Colin Farrell. <laughs> Amazing actor. Yeah, How dare you forget his name? Carlito's Way. Carlito's Way. Yes, he was in Carlito's Way. Carlito wants his hand back. Benny from the Bronx. Fuck. How did I not think about that for gangster movies, bro? Yeah, and Aragorn was in a wheelchair, remember? Yes. Aragorn was in a wheelchair. Yeah, bro. Damn it. I wear diapers, man. I shit my pants. Yeah, was great in that movie. He was. He was scary in that movie. Yeah. Not the guy. The guy that played... Sauron, not is it Sauron? The other white wizard, the one that uh, oh Saruman, uh, Christopher Lee, Christopher Lee, yeah, he legitimately killed people. Yeah. Yes, special what? forces. Yeah. yeah, he was Spe- yeah. special forces. No. Dude, you didn't know that? Oh, no, so check no. this out, dude. I'm telling you, I'm. Fu- Are you talking I'm, about the stab in the back? Yeah, interview? dude. I have. Ooh, yeah, it's I good. have way too much useless information. No, this, <laughs> is good. this is good. So this like, is good. Yeah, Christopher so, Lee is legit. So when they were filming that scene, and uh, with, uh, Peter Jackson was telling him like, you need to do like this and do this for this. He's like, that's not what. Dying people sound like. Yeah. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I've actually killed someone. Have yeah. you killed someone? He's yeah. like, no. He's like, well, I have. That's not what they do. God damn. That's yeah. like, step to the side, little man. Let me yeah. show you. And it, it was yeah. very specific where he was talking about stabbing someone in the back into their lungs. Like, no, that's yeah. not what they sound yeah. like. Yeah. This is what they sound dude, like. He, that's he was, spooky. He was listen, yeah. listen to like, there's like a documentary that talks about shit. him. Like, dude, listen to his story of his life. It's fucking let me let me ask you. You think that after he showed him how to kill somebody properly, that he went back to his trailer and he had like, you know, uh, trays and a raise? Like his raise. Like, hey, listen, we really don't no. kill anybody here. He was. Yeah, he was. I think Chris, Christopher Lee was a member of like a. It was like a special forces mm-hmm. uh, British team that was. In, it was. They infiltrated Germany and they infiltrated Europe, and their their job was to take out certain officers yeah. that were actually yeah. in country. So he was like, yeah, there's, yeah, Chris, there's, Christopher Lee, yeah. There's theories that some of what he did is what they based some of the 007 stories on. So yeah, so and that Shout one, that him, that that was <laughs> if you want another guy that that has crazy fucking story of his life, they they did a I want to say it was either a Hulu documentary or a Netflix documentary. It was the guy that uh, he was one of the James Bonds. Um, Sean Connery? No, not Sean Connery. Uh, it was slaps women though. Tim Doyle. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was Tim Doyle. Was no, no, we, we don't condone that. We don't condone that. That was Dalton. an interview. Timothy Dalton. <laughs> yeah. Timothy Dalton, dude, go look up the story of Timothy Dalton, like the documentary that did on him, and it's it's almost heartbreaking. It's like, dude, this guy was the quintessential playboy lifestyle, like just oh, dream shit. story. And it ends with the biggest fucking heartbreak where you can tell it's like, dude, this guy lived every man's dream. Damn. And then it ends up where he's like, I lost the love of my life just because I got so greedy. Like, oh, dude, hey. it's nuts. It's so worth it, though. It's like it's such a roller coaster. You're like, fuck, yeah, get some. Like, I feel you, bro. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. You on that look, one. it happens. It happens to the best of us. All right, sorry. Right. Ian, Ian, what is what and is your epic? <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right. Well, epic. Okay. Well, yeah. Since we're gonna disqualify Alexander, that was that was fucking up there. Trash. Oh, Greatest man. movie of all time. But it's, oh, got, yeah, it's, but it's got Colin Farrell. Alexander's great. Yeah. Way better than Schindler's List. Absolutely. Oh man, Schindler's List. That was a good one. 
Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm sad for myself that I was That's like, fucked up. Why like, did I tell movies. you guys <laughs> that I seen <laughs> Alexander? Romantic comedies. Yeah, there you go. What? No, um, <laughs> what, what hey, is wait, happening? Wait, wait. Hey, total step back. I'm surprised that as far as war movies, nobody said Enemy at the Gates. I don't we think I've seen about, that. See, we, we he, were just talking about sniper scenes. They were talking about top. They were watching Watch Mojo and top ten best sniper scenes. I was like, I fucking know what number one is. Yeah, Enemy yeah, at the Gates. Yeah, Vasily Zaitsev. I thought it was honestly yeah. going to be the sniper from Saving Private, which Ryan, was number three. But I've never seen three. Enemy. At See, the, the problem with that movie is that it got turned into a meme so bad yeah. that it's like, yeah. Yeah, I can't take it that seriously. Yeah. People yeah. fall in grocery stores. Yeah, I mean, hilarious. I think when I think of epic, I like almost put the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies in their own category. Yeah. Um, so I'm definitely going to go with one of them. Okay. And if I had to pick one of them just to represent scale, it would probably be Return of the King. And I think it would edge out mm. Battle of the Five Armies by a little bit. Mm. By a little bit. Which okay. one? Return of the King was the second one. It was Return the second of the King one. was the third in the Lord of the Rings one. Yeah, Two Towers yeah. is the second one, Two right? Towers is the second one, which is a good movie. <laughs> Fucking horrible book. One of the worst <laughs> books I've ever read in my life. And I, listen, I read the fucking Lord of the Rings before. I, I read that shit in elementary school before well, I saw the movies. Well, it took him a lot of no's before someone finally printed his books. Well, Because nobody fucking, wanted to print they, his books. They definitely had to shave some shit off the first one and the third one to move into the second. Because I'll tell you right, the two towers is walk, walk, walk. Frodo fell down. Walk, walk, walk. Sam built a fire. Yeah. Fucking thousand pages of this shit. Like... Yeah, don't not, do it. Don't do it to yourself. Don't do it. To that's yourself. like that's the argument I always had. As much as I enjoy the movies, is like the very beginning they get onto those fucking birds. It's like, why didn't why you do not just take the birds all the way to the mountain? <laughs> fly over the mountain. It's, we it just like, saved it, ten years worth of hard work and production. <laughs> if yeah. you just take it right in there, oh. they could have lied to Frodo. They could be like, hey, we're just going to scout out the area and then chuck his ass into the mountain, you know, with the <laughs> ring, ensure that it's done. One Here's hobbit. That's it. The that Hobbit movies. I had like, seen uh, a thing where someone uh, pieced together where uh, he's saying he can't throw the ring in for him, but I could throw you, and then he throws Frodo yeah. into the lava. Fuck yeah. I mean, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. I'm God sorry, right. but, you know. But then you don't know Ricardo Montalban, but you can quote him. <laughs> well, that's, well, that was, that is, that was that's a spot line. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. Same that's movie. Fair. That's fair. Same movie. Rest in peace, Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going with Return of the King. Just the battle scales. Okay, I agree. Um, I, I mean, agree. it's got the real. It's got there's it's two, so there's two charges of the Rohirrim, the people of Rohan, in, yeah. in the whole Run, series. You fools! Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, we all know that Gandalf just told everybody to leave so he'd get the fucking experience points from beating the ball. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then he shows Bro, up in the he next movie. up without us. Exactly. You shall not pass. He fucking okay. So he goes as Gandalf the Gray. He beats the ball raw, gets all the experience, then he comes back as Gandalf the White, shiny mm -hmm. new so, equipment. Yeah. Dude, that's like another one of those <laughs> things that I went into. Like so you the, kept the party money, sir. Yeah. I see what you did, you Dick. You went to the shop without <laughs> us. He, he comes in with new threads. Yeah. Like, did you get new armor? <laughs> no, man. You know, yeah. he got, he's got the level ten spells. You fucking dick. I still got my little chain mail that I got on level one. Gimli's still using the wood axe. Like, what the fuck? You know? Dude, like, help us out. I did get into, like, a... A rabbit hole on that one too where like you learn about the Balrog and why it was such a serious thing that he fought the Balrog where it was like considered like one of the uh, I guess most dangerous uh, creatures you could fight a being made of like flame and shadow and there's like there's rage. like three or four of them <laughs> oh shit yeah there's actually like three or four of them they're supposed to be like gods on earth kind of thing 
Nice. And yeah. so for him to defeat it is yeah. yeah. If you get if you get into if you go down the Tolkien mythology like the like if you read like the Sumerian and all those other books and shit and actually get into the the origins, J.R.R. Tolkien was out there, man. Yeah. I mean, he was a fucking genius. Like, you know, it was worse than that. Well, you read, um, the guy from uh, Call of Cthulhu. Oh, Lovecraft, H.P. Yeah. Lovecraft, yeah, dude, yeah, H.P. Yeah. Lovecraft is he's sick out there. Well, it's not even that because the first of all, the guy was a massive racist. Oh, uh, oh my god, <laughs> a, that's oh the thing god. that like yes, people yes, people don't realize was. the dude was a massive racist and like still lived with his mom. He was freaking horrible, but he created the book and then his. Other friends, which I guess they must have been all cool with all that racism, started <laughs> creating more. The shitty friends that Nelson it. was talking about that yeah. don't correct you when they fucking. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey man, you might want to dial it back hey. with the hate. Like, They're like, no, no, we're all in. Yeah, dude, no, man, it's all Cthulhu. In. It's Cthulhu. We're all they hate. Like, got all in, man. But Damn. sorry. All right, what's no, next? No, no, that's awesome. Uh, so, well, right. Since we're talking about that, uh, yeah. the creator of Conan the Barbarian, Robert Jordan, he was yeah. also a really big fucking racist. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I hate to put it out there, Supposedly but I read... Walt Disney as well. I mean, it's not a big surprise. You go, oh, Walt Disney you go, wanted, you go, Walt, back, Walt Disney wanted Hitler yeah. to win. Go back fifty yeah. years and everybody was racist. Listen, Dude. you guys take it back. I love my Disney. I, okay? Listen, I love I, Disney more than most I'm, people. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I will watch the Walt Disney documentary. Dude, this is going to sound so fucking bad. <laughs> Worse than Alexander? No. I, I will watch in... I take, I'll take the positives out of it, all right? I'm just taking the positive oh, out of it. Sure. Precursor. Oh, God, this is good. I will watch the Walt Disney documentary from PBS for inspiration to get you out of a fucking laziness. Mm-hmm. Like, and it sounds bad. Forget, like... No, he was a creator. No, dude. The, the, the grind that that guy put in to get everything where he was at... Yeah. Is absolutely freaking nuts. And if you watch it, and if it doesn't make you feel like a lazy piece of shit, I don't know what to tell <laughs> yeah, you. The, 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 some of those the, uh, behind the scenes documentaries that they do it, just how they even got like Disney World, the Disneyland belt. It's insane the amount of work he was trying to do on top of all the movies and everything else yeah. that was going yeah. on. Well, it's it's literally having everybody under the sun against you and he just like this is nope this is gonna be it like watch it it's the pbs one it's like it's a two-parter don't watch any of the other ones that are trash but it's like (laughs) but here's the thing it gets into even that part where it gets into like where people are accusing him for Mm -hmm. dude that guy was he was obsessive on revenge Hard, hard, dude. So here's the thing: fueled by hate, a hundred percent, dude. That guy was a hundred percent fueled by hate. The so he created like the the Disney Studios in California, right? Where it was like a dream job to be at. Ping pong tables, all you can eat, like a cafeteria. You could come in, you could come spend the night. There was like a hotel and stuff. It was the best place on earth to sit there and work at. Everybody loved it. One of the guys that came up with him that literally he brought with him to do the animation from like the very first drawing turned against him and wanted to unionize. Mm. <laughs> As a capitalist, you're definitely against union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like he got he was so pissed off at the fact that this guy wanted to unionize and did all this stuff, caused him a whole bunch of hassles, created a whole bunch of shitstorm. Ten years. <laughs> After that event, he came, dude, like I used to be that bad. I was, 10 years after that event, 
he found his opportunity to accuse them of being communists. Wow. <laughs> and went into a full-on court case where Walt Disney came up and started stating all the things that they did, which obviously wow. the Cold War and everything was going on. Where yeah. like, Prime yeah. opportunity. Right, oh, dude. Yeah. He went to fucking town. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like, list of people. Like, they did this, 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 and this. Like, they're all communists where it got people blacklisted. This is in the documentary? Yeah, this is all in the documentary, dude. It's wow. not. It's PBS worth. PBS was like, we're not holding anything back. <laughs> so like, yeah. So like the whole thing, like they're talking about, like where he made that Nazi cartoon and yeah. this that, where Donald Duck's being a Nazi. That's nothing. Wow. <laughs> all right, nothing. All right. Sounds interesting. I definitely check it out. And I, I oh like a God. good behind the scenes documentary stuff. I love all of that stuff. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. What about you, Nelson? Yeah, I mean, what's, what you, what, what's your uh, epic? All choice? right. So Debbie it's, does it's, Dallas. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> great production, well, great production on that one. <laughs> yeah. no, she for me, took one for the team. <laughs> yeah, she did. For me, it was a toss took up a between two of my, my favorite movies, I think, of all time. Um, and, and it's between Braveheart and Gladiator. Okay. Uh, I was going to say Gladiator. As, yeah, yeah. As, far, as far as epics are concerned, both of them sit like right there, like yeah. tied for number one for me because the length didn't matter. Like you were sucked into the movie and you loved it. But if I had to pick one, I'm going to go with uh, Gladiator. So and you're th- going to go with Maximus Decimus Meridius yeah, over William I, I Wallace. Th- right. I, I have right. to. And it was because <laughs> both the villain and the hero like sold me. Like Joaquin Phoenix mm-hmm. was, he delivered a fantastic performance. Like, he was such a sick fuck. <laughs> you know, when he had the kid and he calls her in and it's his sister and he's in love with her, which yeah. is another fucking sick thing. <laughs> but he, he's got the kid there and he's subtly threatening her. Like, what would the little bee do? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, oh, fuck, you fucked up. You know? So like, you're going to go fantasy over, like, truth? Yeah, yeah. Because Braveheart's I, a true story. I, I And I... And Mel Gibson was great, and it was. However, historians in England will say that you were. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I I would go with fantasy. I think it was the overall delivery at the end of the day. The scale of the movie, the delivery from Russell Crowe, Joaquin Phoenix, even the lady, I don't know her name, the the actress that played the sister. Shout out to Jaimon Hansu, also. You know, we will meet again. Yes, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of great scenes and takeaways from that movie. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. And uh, even like. You know, the fact that he died, but, you know, he, it was kind of like a happy ending that he died. Yeah. Like he, yeah. he served his, family his again. fucking purpose. Yeah. his family again, you know? Touching the grass. I still do that to the day when I see high grass. I'm like, yes. Yeah, the fields of Elysium. <laughs> yeah, the fields, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going, but uh, yeah. this is nice. <laughs> I wonder if this will give me a hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that no. was just, that was, it was a great movie. That Yeah, that movie is. I, Both of those are good picks. Definitely love that movie. So good. I mean, but it's got a, it's got a little bit of historical aspect to it mm-hmm. when talking about the the Coliseum yeah. and slavery and stuff like that to it. I mean there's a there's a lot of stuff that's like factually wrong. Sure. But man, that's such a good fucking movie. Yeah. I yeah, mean even right. when they had to bring out the guy out of retirement to fight him, I was like, man, they're fucking reaching yeah. deep in the pockets. They're like, oh, yeah. you, you were yeah. retired. You were undefeated. He's the, like, fuck, The come legendary on. Tigress Agore. Yeah. 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 Retired, <laughs> undefeated. But it's cool. Like, they, they definitely put in the realism to it. Like, the first one, when he goes into the first battle, and then the dude, like, pisses himself and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah the Tigers coming out. That was, I remember when that scene, 
came out. Everyone's like, oh, my God. Do you see how that tiger was going after <laughs> Russell Crowe? It's like, hey, buddy, CGI, all right? And they were not there at the same time. That's not Ringling Brothers. Dude, it's a I, different kind I of I love that opening battle with uh, where the and against the German tribes yeah. in Gaul. Bro, oh, my God, good. that yeah. was raw. When they were going to execute him, and he's like, you forget yeah. that the cold oh, sticks yeah. to steel, and, and he gets up. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that just showed like his his prowess on the battlefield, you know, the yeah. general. It's my second favorite Russell Crowe role. Nice. What's the first one? Alexander. No, no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd say I'd say Cinderella Man. <laughs> James Ooh. J. Braddock. Ooh. I never Cinderella watched that. Ooh, Cinderella Man was that, great. That yeah. you, right, you got Rocky Balboa. You got the fighter with um, Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. All that shit. I would say Cinderella Man. I think is the best boxing movie of all time. I think it's, it's a amazing. fantastic boxing Now, James too. J. Braddock himself. How to, you, I, how I, to lose clout in one sentence. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Keep going, keep going. No, no. Keep J- feeding me your bullshit. Keep going. <laughs> I'll, I'll feed it to you. I'll feed it to you. No, James J. Braddock was a pretty cool dude. Like, he fought World War II. He helped build the Verrazano Bridge. He went through the Depression. That's where the story of him being, you know, the whole Cinderella Man thing happened. Later in life, I could... Get some fat or get some problems with what he did, like fucking over Joe Lewis and right. shit. He did some fucked up shit. But the movie itself is pretty goddamn good. Movies. So what you're telling me is that your favorite boxing movie is based off of the fact that the guy helped build the bridge. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, if you if you watch the movie, it I think it's a two part. It's the story of the boxer, but it's also the back the, the, the Great Depression yeah. and yeah. what people went through during that time. And like even like the rich people keeping up this facade that they Things were still fine. rich, but when you mm. walked into their apartment, it was like, there's nothing there. they got nothing there. They yeah, just got their the, suits the whole, and the, the, the whole story is, is fucking crazy because of how far he fell. Like, he went from, yeah. like, this great contender, like, where everyone was like, oh, man, he's the pride, the Irish bulldog, the pride of Bergen, New Jersey and shit, and everyone thought he was going to be the next big thing, but when the depression hit, he couldn't train. Yeah. He ended up losing, like, I think it was 15 fights or some shit. Like, they counted him out. He was yeah, fighting, yeah, like, yeah. local shows with broken hands, not getting paid. Mm. He ended up working on a dock. Like he had to get welfare. Like it, he was, like, he was getting shut off. It's such a fucking depressing story. And the fact that he fought back and won the heavyweight title from a guy who killed two people in the ring, Max yeah. Bear. Mm. I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ! This, the story is nuts. Like, yeah. the, and the fact that it happened, it blew my mind. Yeah, I definitely got to watch it. It's like there's so many movies that I have to catch up on. As much as I watch just random ass movies, it's just, <laughs> yeah. I hear you. All right, all right. Well, listen, fellas, I think it was a great podcast. Are we killing it we're already? Killing it? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you got some place you, you to guys be? got you guys got something else. You, all yeah. right. All right. Here we go then. Hold on. How about we take a fiver? Let's take a break because I know we all got to break the seal. Yes. I have piss in my that's lungs really, right now. Yeah. <laughs> like that's really I what I was trying to do. I have a water you, energy you, drink. This you is figured that. me out, but yeah, I, yeah. I gotta pee like a I gotta piss so fucking bad right now. I'm sitting here. Don't make me laugh. I'm like, happy. Dude, I'm, 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 that shit is very fascinating. I'm, look, I'm but, sweating. Uh, <laughs> I'm sweating right now. I'm just so fucking mad. All oh, right, shit. take a fiver. Let's we'll take, take a fiver. Eddie Paul. I'll, I'll pick the next one. I got a question for All you. Right, the next one. Let's do it. This is right. the first time in history. We're pausing it to come back later. Yeah. <laughs> I got a piece so bad. For real. We return after a message Yo, from our sponsors. It's hurting. Because I'm 